0: Welcome back to the 615 Podcast. I am Christian Skelton, joined as always by my co host Jeffy and Wade, who is actually with me today. I think this is our first episode we've actually done when we're in the same room. I think
1: it is, too. This is actually, um, we get to see each other for the first time, really, or actually do this for the first time in person. Yeah, uh, we've seen uh, each,
0: each other COVID. in person, we just haven't, you know, recorded because yes. we've just been too busy doing other stuff, yes. like
1: watching games mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But Yes, but, um, you know, the draft is coming up, so we had to hurry up and get on a draft preview um, well, our first guest is on the night. I would like to introduce my grandmother, who is one of the uh, most sports sports smart people I've ever met. Um, she's I've always I watch games with her every set, Saturday and Sunday. Christian knows how educated she is when it comes to sports.
0: She is a very educated woman when it comes to sports. Yes. For sure.
1: and so um, I love having debates with her. I would like to introduce my grandmother, Missy Yvonne Wade, to the podcast. <laughs> Uh hi, hi Nanny.
2: Hi. How
1: you doing? We uh we're Great good. Being
2: on with you and Christian. I'm very proud of both
1: of y'all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We're glad we're glad you uh volunteered to do this. It was is that this is actually really exciting. You're our first guest and so I'm excited about this. Yeah, I am too. Well, let's get it.
2: Let's
1: go. So um of course, this is our draft preview and so the big store, the big news in the draft is obviously the quarterbacks. Uh, me and Christian uh, our top quarterback is obviously Trevor Lawrence, right? Obviously, but my grandmother would like to, thinks that Justin Fields is actually the top quarterback, and so um, we would like to debate on that. So, um, go ahead and ask us, um, Nanny. What, how or tell us why you feel Justin Fields is the best quarterback in this draft. Not taking
2: anything away from ju- uh, uh, from Trevor Lawrence, but if Tre- if Trevor Lawrence is such a A great quarterback, everyone's saying he's going number one. He will probably go number one. Mm -hmm. But why? He has gotten beat the last two years in the national championship. So I was just curious. Why is that? Why can't, okay, when LSU quarterback won it all, he was even getting doubted about being number one pick. But Trevor Lawrence has not won a championship in two years, but there's no doubt about him. I don't care about his size. I don't care about his numbers. I don't care what he did when he was 18. I want to know why there's a difference. Everybody's just loving on Trevor Lawrence. He's a great player, and he's a great athlete. But why is it double standard? That's all I want to know. I don't think he should go number one. He didn't win the national championship, he didn't have great numbers, and he was destroyed by Justin Fields. So, I just wanted to ask that question, can you tell me why? Thank you.
0: Well,
1: Christian would like to go
0: first. Well, one thing I'm thinking about, so Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence played each other twice in college, both in the playoffs. Uh... I don't really remember the stat line from the first game, but I I don't remember... I mean, Lawrence had a pretty good game in that Fiesta Bowl, well, but it wasn't, first, like, it wasn't like... It
1: wasn't impressive in that Fiesta Bowl, yeah. but it, he did enough just for them to win. I mean, of right. course, he had that um, unbelievable turning point where he had that long run. And, but Fields, in that game, he didn't play very well in that Fiesta Bowl. He had two interceptions, obviously. Um, he didn't play... To what we've seen him play prior to that during the season, because coming into that game, he had only thrown one interception, and in that game alone, he threw two. So I see what you're saying about that. Uh, or I see, well, I see, um, what we could say about that in between Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields in the comparison? Yeah, right for sure.
0: And I feel I feel like the main reason that all these teams are just drooling over Lawrence, like, like the way he is. Like I know you said you don't care about it, but I seriously think the only reason why teams are drooling over him so much is the is what she was saying all the intangibles, his size, mm-hmm. his, you know, you know his arm. He's got a, probably the best arm in this draft. If mm-hmm. we're being honest about th- everything. Well, the but... thing is, I've well, seen
2: my my. Uh... I you know I watched the national championship also,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and um, I didn't see a great arm there. Uh, he didn't impress me at all. He didn't impress me when we played LSU.
0: He did, yes, he did. Uh, well, he did. He definitely didn't play good that, that night. That, that was just a bad night well, for him.
2: Okay, so what's the excuse? I mean, uh, Cincinnati's quarterback, who uh, was LSU's uh, quarterback, Joe also. Burrow um he he did a great job he had great stats mm-hmm. uh and he had great numbers that's that that's my only point because for the last what three or four years, the quarterbacks that have come out have always uh it's always been oh he had great numbers he dominated. He uh, didn't have any interceptions. He, um, the national championship was a blo- was impressive. Trevor Trevor Lawrence has had none of those accolades uh, put on him concerning national championship for the last two years. He's won how many? Just one national
1: Just, championship. Just uh, that one in
0: his freshman
2: year. His freshman won. year. Okay, he's been in school for how long? Three, Three years.
0: years.
2: Okay, so no, I'm not impressed. You're not impressed. So. Next
1: question. <laughs> so um, I see what you're also saying about that now. Um, the thing is, everybody's been talking. I don't. Um, I, I remember earlier in the season I had actually ranked. I told Christian this. I told a lot of people this. I thought Justin Fields was better than Trevor Lawrence. Yep. I think the only thing Trevor Lawrence had on Fields was just his height. I thought Fields threw the ball, the deep ball better. He was. Better, he had better accuracy, and he's a lot more mobile than Trevor Lawrence. And okay, let's
2: let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah,
0: for sure. That if I think that's the biggest about thing. Yeah. Height,
2: it's it's not a it's not a, that big of a deal mm-hmm. in the NFL in the pros right now mm-hmm. because you look at a Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. you look at Lamar. Yeah. Uh, I mean,
0: Drew Brees. So yeah, even got, another quarterback in this class, Zach Wilson, who yes. I. To be honest, he's probably my favorite player in this whole draft. Like, the guy from BYU. Yeah, he he's the same way. He's like he's he's not tall, but they don't care. He's, and they still have, they have so him going the, second.
2: If the only great advantage from what um y'all are talking about concerning Trevor Lawrence is his height. I mean, come on. So, my thing is I think um feels uh it, it's not a big deal because you look at the quarterback at Arizona. Uh, you look at Russell God. Wilson. You look at uh, the quarterback uh, like Lamar. And and uh, there are other quarterbacks that are not that tall mm-hmm. that, are doing, that have great numbers. Mm-hmm.
1: A perfect so, example of that would be a guy like Drew Brees. Drew Brees is only 5'11", and he's one of he's the greatest of the best quarterbacks, best quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so –
2: Yes. So um, I don't. I'm, my thing is, I'm not trying to take away from Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a he's a he's a great player. He's put the work in, but I just don't think he should be number one pick just because he's Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. i mean, the only. Uh, I think he's just getting that that extra. Everybody's putting that extra on him when he doesn't deserve it. He has gotten beat in the last two. Championships. And even though um, it's not only going on the championship, that's what most of the guys are talking about. You got Herd Street that talk about it. Well, they didn't make it to the national championship, they didn't even make it to the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: I mean, you know, that's, that's, but it's a double standard when it comes to Trevor Lawrence. So my thing is, mm, I'm not impressed. Uh, they they won't put that on trevor lawrence they won't even touch the surface on that uh with trevor lawrence because he's trevor lawrence so my thing is if i mean they were only they were only ifing um lsu's quarterback last year Mm -hmm. um because uh, and he won every game, and he won the national championship. Yeah, I mean,
0: coming into the year last year, he was like maybe a fourth-round yeah, pick. Yeah,
1: Joe Burrow wasn't even ranked in the top, was, wasn't was like, ranked, and then yeah. now he's the number one.
2: Exactly, and he had great numbers, mm-hmm. and he was very accurate, and they, he didn't That's lose a game, the including the national championship. So I'm sorry, I'm just not that impressed when it comes to uh, – Trevor Lawrence, I mean, that's great. He's going first, and I'm pretty sure he will. But my thing is, hey, um, I think they're, you know, and they're always on a guy like that. There's always a guy that they're going to, they're like, well, he's the greatest, Mm -hmm. he's this, he's going to be like this, he's going to be like this. And I just don't think he deserves everything that he's getting. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's just me. That's just my opinion. Yes. But uh, good luck to him. Good luck to Fields and all the guys that's coming up in the draft. I hope it's a great draft, and I hope they're happy where they land. But I'm actually excited about Harris. I'm hoping he'll get to go to the Pittsburgh Steelers because they do need a running back, and Pittsburgh Steelers is my team. You know, they make me mad. And um,
0: I've
2: I talked about him. Tomlin, you know, I,
0: I fired him about five times. Yeah, and he just signed <laughs> but, an extension the other day. Yes, he got an extension.
2: He deserved it. He's a great coach.
0: Yeah, I agree. I just, I just didn't like
2: like him turning his back on players like Bell and Brown. Because to me, they created that monster in Brown and Bell. They should have paid him, and they didn't. They haven't had good luck after they the did that to those guys. These managers and uh, these owners and coaches had. Um, they've got to understand that these players are human beings, also. And you've got to stay. You know, it's a business, but you you've got to be. Somewhat decent, or you're not gonna have a good, a good time. And I, I feel like that with the Cowboys, Jerry Jones. I mean, he doesn't allow his players to kneel, and that's their God-given right mm-hmm. to protest. I know that you know most jobs say you can't do this, this, and this, but why would Jerry Jones say you can't kneel and do this, this, and this? Because he wants a hand down on those players. And since he's been
0: such a butthole about all of the kneeling and everything else. He's just a butthole about everything, to be honest.
2: Yeah, and he needs to stay out of it. He's the owner. He needs to let the coaches coach. He needs to stay off the field and just be the owner. Mm -hmm. He doesn't give these guys a chance to coach. He only gets weak coaches that he can control. He just makes it about him. The like Johnson and other coaches that talked back to him, he couldn't he couldn't handle it, so he got rid of them. The one thing, so I just I just feel like um, back to the Steelers that I hope they have a better year. Mm-hmm. Um, they I hope they they come back a lot, uh, treat their players better. Which to me, I think the whole locker room turned on bail when they didn't want to, when they shouldn't have, because. Bell deserved to be paid. It didn't matter what he was getting paid at the time. He should have been paid what he asked for or close to it instead of him getting that Label on him and not giving him a true contract. And the
1: thing about it is, Le'Veon Bell was the best running back in the league. Yeah, he and, so I mean yeah, I understand it. exactly what you're saying.
0: And he helped the Buccaneers win a Super Bowl this year, so <laughs> and
1: so did Antonio Brown. I mean exactly yes. like they in that situation and happened. Le'Veon Bell was in the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers were not. So no, they were not. <laughs> so back to the Steelers, I was going to ask you what did um of course you guys lost in that um, game against the Cleveland Browns, which is a shocker to a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. But yeah. watching that game, what did you feel like you guys were lacking watching that game?
2: Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we were lacking running back because, you know, from the beginning when they uh, – when Bell – when he set out and he was not uh, – they didn't pay him, you know, uh, Tomlin was like on first take like – Who's my guy Connor? C O N N O R S. Well, you know what? James Connor, he did okay that year, but he didn't do anything since. He's been sick. He had to, uh, I think, do some things because of the cancer situation.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. But um, he didn't.
2: He he had a few good months. That was it, and I just think that. Tomlin turned his back on Bell when he should have fought for him, mm-hmm. and I think that um, uh, Tomlin turned his back on Brown when they created that monster. And I think both of them should still be in Pittsburgh, but it was because they were stubborn, and that's why a lot of teams lose. They don't want. They don't respect some of these players, and these players deserve a lot of uh, a lot of respect. They they work hard. They they take their bodies through a lot, and these owners uh, don't respect. Look at look at Houston. They didn't they
1: didn't respect the the one of the best wide receivers mm-hmm. in the game. She has game. a great point right there.
0: I still can't so, believe that
1: happened. I, mean, I just laugh every time. I mean that was a because, horrible trade.
2: You know you just gotta you you you've got to understand that you have human beings playing for you. Period.
1: Now, um, back to – thank you for that, obviously. I was about to ask also, um, I've seen in some mock drafts that you all are thinking about taking a quarterback um, to succeed over uh, Big Ben when he retires. I've seen a lot of um, drafts say that y'all are going to take – Trash from Florida, or maybe even a guy like like Felipe Franks from Arkansas. So, um, how would you feel if oh, like in the later later rounds? So, how would you feel if the Steelers went ahead and got a quarterback to succeed over Big Ben when he retires, or if he gets hurt or something like that?
2: Oh, I would be so so happy. (laughs) It's time now. The the organization and the coach. They need to open their eyes and see that Ben is done. He is done. Period. <laughs> and they 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 should not have let him come back. They should have gotten a quarterback two years ago to replace him. And um he's 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 done. He has no arm. He's done. And he's pulling the Steelers down, and they're they're going down with the ship. Mm-hmm. He's the ship, and he's pulling them down with them.
0: Well, so, my, my answer personally to that is that's why you re-sign a, a, a guy like Josh Dobbs who can make <laughs> plays all over the field, you know. But, you know, that's just me. <laughs> absolutely. and
2: um, they could have went after several of those quarterbacks. ...that have been going around to different teams. Mm It's not like they didn't have the money. So, I'm just not impressed. I don't know who is doing what over there, but they need to get (laughs) it together. Because Mm -hmm. Big Ben is not... He's not injured. He was out a whole year getting ready. He still looked like a hot man. (laughs) (laughs) So... It's, it, it's time. He should not be back this year. And if he does anything, it's going to shock me. And God bless the next quarterback. I mean, the next running back. We need an offensive line. And uh, Clay, Con, uh, uh, what is his name? The receiver, Clay.
0: Uh, uh, Claypool. Claypool.
2: Claypool. He's going to be great. Um, Smith Schuster. I love him. He's he's got to work harder and and our defense, uh, they're doing great, mm-hmm. but we need offensive line and we need a quarterback and a running back. <laughs> That's why um the Steelers they uh they had a little sense in speaking to the running back Harris from um Najee Harris
0: from Alabama. Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I really pray that we land him. So
0: I would I might like have to
2: land ask a quarterback also.
1: Well, I would like to ask, why are you so high on Najee Harris? Like, why, like what impressed you about him? Um, watching him this past year.
2: It's Notre Dame. <laughs> um, he he's just strong. He's he's tough. Uh, he will run straight at you. He don't run out of bounds. So, um I like that and you know I hate Alabama I'm to tell amen but uh they they turn out to great players mm-hmm. but not as many as Ellie shoot listen <laughs> 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 let's be clear <laughs> so but yeah we'll take
0: Alabama running back yes we will it worked for the Titans. It did. It It definitely worked for us. It did. And it does. It works for the Titans. So, um,
1: um, Nanny, I had one more question. So, you know, I had talked to you about this a couple days ago. I see a lot of people talking about um, Devontae Smith compared to Jamar Chase. And everybody's saying, well, Devontae Smith had a way better season than Jamar Chase. But people forget that Jamar Chase broke. Um, all of the SEC records before Devontae Smith, and Devontae Smith had to break all of Jamar Chase's records. And they're saying, well, Jamar Chase quit and did all of this. So what's your take on that? And if you were a GM, who would you take at that receiver position? Would you take Smith or would you take Jamar Chase? I
2: would take Jamar Chase because he is uh, – Smith is a exciting player, and he's going to make some big plays but Chase is going to be there every single rep every single time. You know he's going to be where he's supposed to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I, you know, I haven't always seen that with with uh the the, the other guy.
1: Devontae Smith.
2: Devonte Smith. So, yeah, I would I would pick Chase and of course I'm LSU <laughs> uh, I would get him on the LSU side but he just imp- to me i i looked at the um uh when when they were uh had their day at the um combine the pro day and i was just i i just he just impressed me more
1: mm-hmm. well i guess that was a so, pretty that was a very good evaluation yeah that was very exciting it was good to it was really good to hear from you i'm so glad you were able to um, definitely give us a draft evaluation on how you feel about the draft. Yes, um, lots of good
0: insights. Yes, Seriously, many like, good insights. Really and, good.
1: And it's good to have somebody like you on the show because it shows that, you know, anybody can – Give a sports opinion. Yeah, even, not even only women.
0: not only that, like I, it was actually refreshing to hear a different opinion it, yeah, about Trevor Lawrence. True. I'm that's, not even gonna lie. That's actually it true. Was like, very
1: refreshing to hear. When when she told she told me this, when she told me this, I was so surprised, and I was like, really? And like when she started explaining to me, it so, made oh, sense because okay. <laughs> I'm just it like, wow. Sense, yeah. Because like everybody, like dude, me and you have watched. They've been writing Trevor Lawrence, and they've been really high on him since he was in high school. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And so like. She's one of the first people I've heard that's actually like pointed out what he's done that isn't that everybody isn't like looking at and yeah I mean as as as
0: soon as the clock hit zero in that championship game it's Alabama he's been the number one pick
1: exactly like and that's what everybody went off of yeah yeah and I just
0: don't think
2: I just I just didn't see that I mean I watched Stephen A Smith uh you know. I'm I'm hoping his head is out of his butt by now. But <laughs> he he interviewed him today, and you know I love Stephen A. Smith. Um, I think he's a a a, a great uh, a great sports analyst in mm-hmm. every way. But I just didn't agree with him kissing uh, Trevor Lawrence butt like he did today. I mean, he's the number one pig, so of course. He's going to be there to lift him up, and I don't want to, uh, you know, just dog him completely. I just don't think it's fair for him to go first. Just just my opinion.
1: Well, another thing that um, she had mentioned is also how she felt like um, African-American quarterbacks in the NFL and just right now in college are held to a higher standard than some of um, the – White quarterbacks, and um, it, it definitely happens in today's league. Like a guy like Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson and a Patrick Mahomes, starting quarterbacks like that, they are definitely held to a higher standard. A guy like Lamar Jackson, he just won MVP a year ago, and everybody was saying, "Oh, he can't do this. He can't throw. Well, he can't do that." That was kind
0: of the Titans' fault. <laughs> <but> it's okay. <laughs> I mean,
1: but like, he, I mean, he was still like even even like this season, he was still everybody was still on Lamar Jackson like he didn't win. Um, like he didn't win an MVP a year ago. And so um, when she said that, that definitely hit me. And so even in this year's draft, like a guy like Justin Fields, he's been impressive. Like his first year at Ohio State, this guy threw one interception and 50 Gosh, touchdowns. forgot about that. Yeah, and yeah. then, like, last season, everybody was so down on him because he didn't have – he. I mean, he didn't play great in that Big Ten championship well, he only played games. six games. Exactly. He didn't play a lot of games, and everybody was still like, okay, Fields, his Fine. ranking is lower, and it's dropping and stuff like that. And, so and that, I also
2: told you, I said, it's not over, and you watch. Lamar Jackson is going to be playing, and he, they're going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And they did. And you know, I don't have to
0: talk about around, that. And I've been
2: around with the Warren Moons and the Cunninghams mm-hmm. and and you know the the, the uh, quarterback from Washington that won the uh the first quarterback to win the Doug know, the Doug Williams. And there. you know, when uh Bradshaw was around and that black quarterback that was there with him, he actually won most of the games and he helped Terry Bradshaw but he never got the credit. And so I've been around for a long time, and I've seen black quarterbacks who said, oh, he's not smart enough, oh, he got hit, but he can take it. But if a white quarterback got hit like that, a uh, Tom Brady or, or you know, a uh, Bart Starr, any of the quarterbacks that were back, you know, in the day, oh, no, that's that's going to be a flag mm-hmm. because you can't touch the white quarterbacks. but even when uh Michael Vick was playing they crucified him they hit him they killed him and he hardly ever got a flag so black quarterbacks have to take a lot more hits get a lot less flags and have a lot less respect and, and you know that's that's the world that's that's what's going on so uh you know, we still got a, lot, a long way to go, but it's it's happening in it, in every sport.
0: Yeah. Um, well, as you were talking about quarterbacks getting hits, well, one way they even that out is instead of calling it on uh, both sides, they just decided to call if you touch the quarterback, it's roughing the passer. Now, either way, it doesn't and so matter. like,
1: but uh, if uh, you go, not all the time
2: with black quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Well, like, not,
1: all,
2: not even to this day.
1: I not think. All the time. I think a perfect example of that was the year after Cam Newton won MVP. Did you see how, like, he was getting beat up and there was no- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was getting yeah. um, beat up I think up he got then. on a
0: lot of people's bad side, mm-hmm. too, after the way he was after the Super but Bowl, the thing, too. I yeah.
1: mean, yeah, but... but it, I'm not, there's still well, no he excuse for it.
2: not to get flagged. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, it, it's, it's the same thing about anything that's going on sports-wise or anywhere else. Uh, you... You know uh players kneeling you can't be judge and jury you can't let this happen but you can let this happen you can't let uh tim tebow uh brag and talk about god which everybody should i believe in god Mm -hmm. and uh but not have respect for people who want to kneel because of injustice to Black men and and women that are are getting killed by police officers. Mm-hmm. So it's it's no different. They praise Tim Tebow, but they blackball uh, Colin Kaepernick. So in 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 that you know players are getting hit. Different players, different. Uh, quarter. quarterback black quarterbacks are getting hit more. They're not getting like I said, they're not getting the flags that they deserve and and their bodies are paying for it. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, one last question before we let you go. um, I was gonna ask, um, so you see how we don't really see a uh, many minority coaches. Coaches that look like myself in the NFL, head coaches, and there's a lot of guys that I think deserve to have head coaching jobs, like Eric Bieniemy from Kansas City or Todd Bowles from Tampa Bay. So, how, what would you say about that, and what's your take on um, not so many Black coaches having an opportunity in the NFL? Well,
2: I think it's a it's a loss. It's a loss for a lot of teams. It's a loss for a lot of players because these guys have so much intelligence. I would you know go with you as far as the way you learn the plays the way you know the game the way you um uh, study the game these guys they're they're doing the same thing Mm -hmm. we need more black coaches for our black players period we need more black coaches in the middle school we need more black coaches in the high schools in the in college and especially in the pros we need somebody to look like us in every sport in in the in the in the office in in this um management position in baseball in all of it um why why will why won't you let this happen it's not gonna hurt anything but we as a people, as black people, have a lot to give if we had just get the chance. Mm-hmm. You can't keep playing that good old boy, my friend, system in the NFL and think it's going to continue to work. Some of these coaches that just got hired does not need to be there. You had a, a defensive coach for Dallas that was a disaster last year. Mm-hmm. And it's only because it was the good old boy system. His friend
0: hired him. Mm -hmm. I think his system is just so old, too. He's just just so outdated. It
1: was
2: bad. The system is old. The, The laws are old. Everything is old. We can't keep letting all these old people control what is new, what is here to stay. Black people are here. They're here to stay. Spanish people are here. They're here to stay. Um, Laotian and Asian people are here and they're here to stay. They are Americans, mm-hmm. just like everybody else. No one's trying to take over. We just want to have a
0: chance. Mm-hmm. I think that was a good one to end on. That was a very good one to end on. Thank yes. you. Thank you,
1: Nanny, for um, stating your opinion on all those things. I'm so glad that you definitely. Um, hit that on this podcast. We definitely needed that with um, everything going on in the world. And it was so good to hear from somebody like you. And not only that, it's just good to hear from really a woman. We've never really had a woman presence on this show. Yeah, for sure. And so it was definitely good to our first guest, not only for her to be um, so like, great with sports and sports mm-hmm. educated but it just her being a woman it shows that like um, I've had many conversations with women that feel like oh it's weird that I'm a girl and I talk about sports it's definitely, it's not, not, weird. Weird. It's it's definitely awesome. not weird it's not weird it's definitely not weird it's like yeah. really awesome and so I'm just glad that we had somebody like you to come come on this podcast and hear from you thank you for everything and we really enjoyed it no
2: problem and I look forward to um uh, maybe an, another uh session
1: with you guys concerning basketball. Oh, Let's definitely. Tennis with Serena. A <laughs>
0: right. baseball with the Braves. She loves, she loves Ah, oh, she's a she Braves, a Braves a fan. Little That's little unfortunate. Christian Christian likes, who do you like? The Reds? Yeah, I, I just don't like the Braves, to be honest with you. <laughs> you don't like the who? My mate, I just hate the Braves. I'm not gonna lie to you.
2: Well, you'll be alright because <laughs> uh, hey, Cincinnati got rid of their really prejudice old lady owner did she die or what
0: happened i'm not even sure to be honest with you like <laughs> i just i just know the reds are my favorite i don't follow it super close to be honest with you i just cheer for them. to be baseball is one of those sports where i'll just watch it if it's on i don't follow it super close so maybe okay. i'm not 100 sure with you to be honest
2: yeah i think her name was marge i, I don't know if marge is still there or not but we will We'll talk about it another time. Thanks guys for
0: having me. Thank you for
2: Yeah, thank
0: it. you for coming on.
2: I'm proud of both
0: of y'all. Thank you. Thank you. All right, bye bye. Alright, so we're back. We just got off the phone with uh Zephian's grandma. That was yes. a very uh thrilling interview. Yes. I, I say thrilling, that's not really a word, but it, it was, was a exciting. Very, it was a very exciting there interview. Lots of good insight from her for sure. Uh what were your overall thoughts on it? Oh, I mean, first of all, look, my grandmother she's like i
1: said very sports oriented we're very like we're when it comes to my family, we're very sports inter oriented sorry excuse me but um like we're all about sports in my family, and literally when um college football college basketball nFL all of that's on all the all the TVs in the house are on football basketball baseball whatever is playing in that season so you know just to hear from somebody like that especially some i'm really close you know how close i am with my grandmother and i'm just glad that it was like good to hear from you know i um a lot of y'all probably may not know this my grandmother actually had to
0: go to the hospital
1: this past year for covid yeah i'm not sure
0: if we we i think we actually had to push an episode back mm, because of that yes and
1: so for her to um you know what she's done, she's like, she's doing so much better now. She's moving around a lot better. I mean, like, I was scared, cause man, like, if I like, you know how close, I, like I said, you know how close yeah. I am with her, and like, I couldn't imagine lo- losing somebody like her.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, um, you know, for her to fight through that, um, and, um, like, get better, she's rehabbing. She's done so much better, and, um, you know, for her to come back and, you know, be on the show. It just meant so much, and I'm so glad we got to hear from her and just her insights. We're hoping to have more um, guests on the show. We have a big guest coming real soon. Uh, We're not going to announce who it yeah, is right just now. Yeah, we're going to keep that on we're the gonna keep it, We're going to keep it on the down low right now, but it'll be coming real soon Um, with new...
0: Um, well, I don't know about real soon, but well, probably at least by the end of the summer Um yes, be the yes. latest.
1: Um, so we're very excited, and we hope to have more guests. Let us know if you guys want to be guests. We want as many people on this. We want to... Um, get this all over. Pretty. We want to get this all over many social platforms and more people to hear hear about it. So
0: now let's get to the show. So what are we gonna do? Are we gonna do the questions first, or should we do the questions last and just I, do what we want to talk about? First? I think we should do what we want to talk about. Okay. First. Well, since we're both Titans fans, yes, I say I we start to... with the Titans. Yes. So I say go receiver. Well. That's uh, – I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I say go We receiver. do.
1: I feel like we definitely need another playmaker in this draft. I mean, there's so, – dude, this draft is filled with so many guys. We can definitely get – especially at, you know, the pick that we have. There's so many – there's going to be so many guys that it's are available.
0: 26?
1: Um, I got to look, no, right. I gotta it's look back at it. It's, I think all, it's earlier I, than it's that. It's like 23, I think. Hold so on. many. there's so many available weapons at this draft. I mean, like, even, you know, with the with the receivers, like – there's so many great receivers. Obviously, you got Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith. But we obviously can't forget about guys like Jalen Waddle. You know, Jalen Waddle was one of the most electrifying players, not only this year, but probably of all time. 22nd. We got the 22nd pick? Okay. Yeah. But um, back to what I was saying about Jalen Waddle, he's probably one of the most electrifying players in all of college football history. And so, like, um, I mean, we all saw – um. How Alabama was still a, they weren't really affected by it, obviously. But I mean, they—they they just weren't the same offense with with him not being there. And so um, we obviously have him, Elijah Moore. Me, me, and Christian are actually very high on Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. Kid is kid is really good. He has some really good stats at Ole Miss. Ran yeah. a four three eight, right now.
0: I four three three right now. I'd say. I, I know I said I wanted a receiver. I'd say I'm torn between Elijah Moore and Kadarius Toney. I think. It just depends on what kind of player you want, See, personally. like, the thing, I, I'm really... And to be honest, I thought he was a running back this whole time. Who? T- yes.
1: Well, like, he's he's like a hybrid. He can yeah, play yeah, wherever. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he can catch the ball out you the backfield. Yeah. Like, watching him, like, dude, first of all, he absolutely torched us when he played when he played LSU. He was just... Like, I was actually re-watching that game. I'm going to um, be
0: honest. Uh, when he played Tennessee, you don't remember really remember what he did because, you <laughs> know, one, well, my girlfriend was over here, and two... I just didn't really care. I was already checked <laughs> y'all were, out. Y'all
1: weren't gonna win that game
0: anyway, buddy. I'm just sorry. We were up to like seven three at one point. Yeah, but y'all weren't winning. It wasn't a blowout, <laughs> which I wish it would have been, because Pruitt could have got fired at you sooner. Well, but everything works out for a reason. Mm-hmm. He, we got to fire him without having to pay his buyout. It's okay. But then we hired Batman. So, <laughs> well, that Batman. Like the that.
1: thing is, like. Tadarius Tony watching him, I was actually rewatching, like I said, I was rewatching the LSU game, and dude, he just ran through our defense. Like he the, the thing that's I see about him, he can break through tackles so easily. Like obviously that South Carolina play where he just caught it across the middle and ran through four South Carolina guys. Like you don't see that you don't see people just doing that. On me. So definitely I would like a guy like him on our team. But um another guy that I mentioned. I mentioned Rondell Moore. No, like, people really forgot about okay, Rondell okay, Moore. Okay, okay, hold on.
0: I'm going to interrupt you for a second. I mentioned Rondell Moore earlier today. He's <laughs> just stealing it, and I'm allowing him to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Christian did mention Rondell Moore.
1: I'm not going to lie. I was one of those people that forgot about Rondell Moore. I definitely he, did. Know Until I saw it on
0: Twitter. It said...
1: Don't forget about Rondell Moore in like, this yeah. draft. I was like, oh, they, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, Rondell Rondo Moore, I mean, his freshman, he won the Paul Horning Award, which is given to the most
0: electrifying player I in think the football. main reason everyone forgot about him is because they just they just really underachieved
2: this year. Yeah,
1: I mean, well, not only that, he was hurt as well. Yeah. The, in, the injury bug really got him this year. But, I mean, when he was healthy, he was one of the best players in college football. Like, I remember me and you, when he was a freshman and he – Absolutely, not only that first game where against Northwestern, me and you actually watched that one, and we were like, "Who is this Rondell Moore kid?" Then the Ohio State game where he, where Purdue won that one. I mean, like watching Rondell Moore, it was just amazing to watch how he played. So there's many guys in this draft that the Titans can obviously get. I say we need to get a pass rusher. We need to get something for that defense, man. Like the def- on the defensive side, it's just we didn't like we were almost la- I think we were dead last. In like sacks. Now I we did get Bud Dupree, which is a very huge signing for us, obviously. But we need to get more pass rushers, and um, we gotta be able to get pressure on quarterbacks that we play. Cause like I think that's what really hurt us in the wild card. We didn't really get pressure on Lamar Jackson, and I mean obviously we couldn't stop him from moving around and being mobile, and you know um just so I think we definitely need um, pass rushers. And we ha, so how do you feel about our secondary? and our linebackers and stuff like that, like Christian Fulton and stuff. And
0: Well, you know, I think it could be improved. I mean, I definitely think going and signing Janoris Jenkins in the offseason definitely helped. For the linebackers, signing Bud Dupree, obviously, mm-hmm. but I think both of those were really quality gets, both veteran guys that can definitely help day one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I definitely think that we can improve in the draft. Uh, if we really have to,
1: I just don't want to waste another first round draft pick like we did last year. That was that was really
0: bad. No, you know, you, know we, you didn't have to mention it. I, I did. We not No, you we didn't have to. You didn't we have to. We can't do that again this you didn't, year. You didn't have to. We cannot do that well, again. Obviously, this year. you think we can't. <laughs> we can't do that again. Man. Oh really? Like, we can't have a guy that just smokes weed. Uh, <laughs> it's like all he does. Dude,
1: like that was like. There were so many good linemen no, no, in that no, draft the fu- last year. No, the
0: funniest thing about that, I'm sorry. I, I hate it for the kid because I feel like he had such a bright future. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I did laugh at is that we traded him to the Dolphins and then just they just cut him like two days later. Well, and, like, I feel really bad for Isaiah Wilson because
1: a lot of people were saying that he didn't really want any help. And so, like, I don't really care for Isaiah Wilson now as a player. I just want him to, you know, succeed as a person at least so. But we won't speak too much about Isaiah Wilson. Maybe that'll be for another episode. But, um, so, we're obviously talking about the draft. Um, earlier today, we had many people asking us questions. Well, before
0: you do this, uh, producer is going to edit this out, but I did want to sell Zephine something real quick. Okay, we're back. Just wanted to tell him a little something there. Uh, go ahead. What were, what were we saying? So, um, earlier today, of course, me and Christian on our social medias.
1: Um, by the way, you guys should go follow us on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Zephian underscore. What, you want to speak yours? We can. I really can't believe we're doing
0: this, yes. but C uh, Skeleton Ten. If y'all want to go follow that. <laughs> but, um, why we were, did we just plug our Instagrams? Did we really just go there? Yeah, we did. I well, you know why not? I guess <laughs> it's good to
1: we can get more people on this. We can put more people on with this. More people know
0: what I look like. <laughs> I'm just kidding. i don't <laughs>
1: care. Well, Uh-oh. today we had uh, we had asked people to um, shoot us some questions about the draft. Um, so we have a couple people that wanted had multiple questions. First off, um shout out to a bunch of these people. I'm going to shout these people out. Shout out to my friend Micah Underwood. He uh shot um he the first question he asked is who do we think is the most underrated potential first round pick? Do you want to answer that first or do you want me to, to I will leave? let you answer that. First. So my first um my pick was Quinn I don't want to botch his last name. I just looked at it. Wait, him. is
0: there seriously talk
1: him going to the first round? Yeah like he's he I did not he, even know he that. He really he really showed out at the senior bowl but um his Quinn Monterey, Monterey some it's I'm sorry if I messed up his last name but he's a very talented guard. He's actually from a, or a center, excuse me. From he's from a division 3 school. He's from the school Wisconsin
0: Whitewater. Have you heard of Wisconsin Whitewater? No, I you, actually heard them talking about him the other day on the Titans draft mm, review thing or yes, whatever. He's, he's 6'3", 320 pounds. I
1: mean, dude, he He's crazy. I mean, like he he showed out at the Senior Bowl, and this just goes to show that anybody can be seen. I mean, like it doesn't matter if you go to a Division One, Two, or Three. And so, if a guy like that, I think I've heard about I've heard talks about him going in the first round, which would be just amazing. Um, another guy I think is definitely underrated. Um, first round pick is Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. I mean, like dude, like I didn't hear. A lot of, coming into the draft, I didn't hear a lot of people talk about him. Just you know, as a receiver, as being a top receiver, and so I just perceived him as underrated. And I mean, at Ole Miss, he was he was one of the top receivers in the SEC, and so def, I definitely have him as uh, one of the underrated first round guys.
0: What about you? Well, I have to say, your grandma kind of convinced me. I'm gonna go with Najee Harris. As my <laughs> underrated. No, you know why? Here's the thing, like I know running backs usually don't go in the first round, mm-hmm. but you know how there was one running back taken in the first round last year, you remember who it was? Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Well, what if Najee Harris is the one running back taken in the first round this year? Last year it worked out. Mm-hmm, it did. Why not do it again? That's true. Najee Harris is one of the best running backs in this he, draft. Exactly, and see, my thing is, uh, if you, you've seen that man's quads, right? Yes.
1: The thing is, though, have you seen like just not watching Najee Harris? Like yeah, my yeah. grandma said, he's strong, and he'll and he'll do whatever. Like he he like she said, he'll just run, he'll run at you and run yeah, through yeah. you. He'll either jump over you, run through you, or run around you. He has the speed to do all three. Yeah, he has great vision, and so definitely he. If I mean, whatever team gets Najee Harris, and if they get him in the first round, they're getting a great prospect. And so I definitely agree with you on
0: that one. Yeah, do I, you have another one for some reason I. uh I remember I used to get him and Cam makers mixed up. I have no idea why. How did why. you get Cam Akers and Najee Harris mixed no, up? No, I just, I just don't know. I think it's because they played that one game, and they were like both on the same field, even though Najee Harris didn't even play in that game. Well, I think he did, but not much. Anyway, moving on. Uh, What's the next question? So the next question is from a
1: friend of mine, Will Deason. Thank you for asking this question, Will. He said, what are your top ten overall this prospects you. and your top three at each position? So Christian wanted me to do this one. I I, I love doing um, top tens and. I um, don't because it's a ton to be honest <laughs> with you. And I don't
0: know if I can name ten players that are like.
1: Well, do you want to name the? You can you can name some top three at um, the positions. I'll give you some positions and you can give me your top three. Thank you. We'll do that. <laughs> so, um, top ten overall prospects. So, um, you know, after hearing my grandmother speak. And talk about how she wasn't so high on Trevor Lawrence. I told Christian I was going to do this today. And I told a lot of other people this. I am not putting Trevor Lawrence as first as my top 10 overall prospects. You know who I'm going with? I'm going with Kyle Pitts. I'm going with Kyle Pitts. I mean, dude. People are saying Kyle Pitts is like the LeBron James of tight ends. I've never heard somebody be
0: referred to as that. What's it, the LeBron James of tight that, ends? Hey, that's what I'm saying. But if
1: you get compared to LeBron James and you play another sport, I mean, you well, get I'm to just be trying to good. wrap
0: my head around that statement.
1: What is the LeBron James of tight ends? I don't know. But hey, LeBron, hey, look, Kyle Pitts was compared to that. Kyle Pitts is everything you want in a tight end. I mean, he's big. He, I mean, do we really consider him a tight end? We could really just say he's a receiver because I mean, he runs routes like a receiver. He's gone up against some of the best corners and just. Absolutely shredded them, so I definitely I think that's why I have him going first. I mean, like, what tight end is running a four three eight, especially at his size? I mean, he has every intangible. Yeah, I mean, for he's definitely position. probably. The, I mean, it's not even close. He's the best tight end. Yeah. In this draft. I mean, he's probably one of the best tight end prospects coming yeah. out. I mean, 6'6", 245, I mean, like this guy. I mean, you don't you just don't see that. And plus, it, a lot of. He didn't play a lot at Florida too this year. He was he had a lot of injuries, and I think if he would have played in some some more of those games, that I think Florida would have had a better season. I mean they had a pretty good season, but like if he would have played in that LSU game, oh we would have lost. I'm just gonna just gonna be honest, because we I don't think we had anybody that could have guarded him, and so um, I mean and look listen to this. He was the first tight end to be named a Fred Bolitnikoff finalist. I mean that's so yeah. that's why I have him definitely going first, uh, or def or that's why I have him as my first overall prospect. Then I have Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, you know the, you know Trevor Lawrence. Look, this we've me you and a bunch of other people have watched this guy since high school. We've seen what he can do. He can, he has I mean he has a pretty good arm. I mean yes he did not play well you know in the national championship he didn't I mean he played okay in the um. Sugar Bowl this past year, but I mean it wasn't it wasn't they impressive. Did, th-
0: and they did, it, I will say they did not lose that game because of him. No,
1: I I, I agree with that. I don't I don't think. But
0: that, he did he definitely did not help in there. No, effort. he did
1: not. So I mean, but still, Trevor Lawrence is still the guy you want. I mean, six six. Obviously, he has the size. He's smart, and so that's why I have him going second. So my third prospect, I'm gonna go Jamar Chase. Look, Jamar, look. Everybody says Jamar Chase quit on his team. Well, a lot of guys were opting out, and I mean, he quit on his. He team. didn't quit on he. Yeah, exactly. He didn't quit on his team, so I don't. So I don't know why people are saying that. Secondly, okay, um, Devontae Smith is better. I'm not saying that Devonte, and I'll get into this later on. Because yeah. there's another question about this. I mean, it's just really hard to compare this, but y'all are. I everybody, think this
0: it might be the hardest question. Yeah. You're
1: like everybody is like asking, okay, well. Every time I say something about Jamar Chase being the best in this draft, everybody's like, well, Devontae Smith won a Heisman, okay? okay. I mean, like, I'm not trying to downplay Devontae Smith's Heisman. It was obviously one of the best seasons ever. But, I mean, Jamar Chase, if we could have talked about Heismans, Jamar Chase could have won the Heisman last year. He was just overshadowed by Joe Burrow. So, and Jamar Chase had every um, SEC record from yards to catches to touchdowns. So, I mean, like people forget Jamar Chase was and he in the only and the thing is Jamar Chase is I think 20 or 21 now. He was doing all this when he was only 19 years old. So, I mean, imagine he's grown now. He has room to grow. He's seen what he needs to work on and just watching him at at his pro day, it was just really it was just he was fluent in his route running. He has great hands. And so that's why I have him at 3 at 4 I'm gonna put um, Pene uh the Suwell, the running or the um, guard or tackle from uh, Oregon. Look, this this kid is a monster. I watched him. The he's way he's obviously the best lineman. Yes, draft. yes, really and so I think Cincinnati. I think the Cincinnati Bengals should go after him. They, they need better. They need to go after him. I mean, like this dude. Dude is definitely. I mean, he's huge. I mean, and he's well, he's just scary looking. I mean, if yeah. if I was a D lineman, I would not want to go up against this guy. Six five, three hundred. 31 pounds i mean dude like come on and so definitely have him at four um, my fifth prospect see the thing is though my fifth like it was hard for me to make this list my fifth pros- prospect i was going to go with another quarterback actually yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna switch it up here i'm gonna say zach wilson at my fifth so like you know um obviously me and Christian mentioned this earlier in the podcast when my grandmother mentioned about um, quarterbacks and their size and everything. Everybody, and so everybody's talking about Zach Wilson going second. And I, I'm pretty high on Zach Wilson. He had a very um, good sophomore year. His junior year wasn't as, this, his last season he had, it wasn't as um, good as his sophomore year. But, I mean, look, he still led BYU to a pretty good record. I mean, he he's, he performed well enough, and he's... Going, he, watching him at his pro day, I mean, he, he was great. He's great. I mean, he can throw the ball. Obviously, he can run. And so, that's why I have him at fifth. My six. Ooh, this is really difficult, man. Now that I think about it, because I kind of want to change up some things. But, like, my my six. this is why I don't like doing it. Yeah, I understand it's why so you do It's so hard. Yeah, this me. is I hard. Can't,
0: I just can't. One, I'm, not, I'm not an indecisive person to begin with anyway. Yeah. But, well, yeah, anyway. You see, my. Sixth prospect, I'm going to go
1: Patrick Sertan from Alabama. Look, this dude, he's the best corner best corner prospect in this draft to me. Obviously, I know people talk about Caleb Farley Farley at um, Virginia Tech. But look, Sertan, somebody's like... You know how, how I'm so high on Derek Stingley, right? Well, I'm really high on Patrick Sertan. This nobody wanted to throw on Patrick Sertan's side during the whole season. And people discredit that. I mean he has all the intangibles. I mean obviously he went to Alabama and like I heard somebody today somebody said Alabama's like the thirty third NFL team. Because because a lot of their guys come out of the um come out no, of college that's, ready.
0: That's a good one. Yeah. But
1: and so I mean yeah. like Sertan he's smart obviously. But every time and, I
0: hear it I just do
1: this. <laughs> I just like, came up he's on my smart beat. Um, he, I mean, he's long. He's a big corner. Obviously, he won SEC player, defensive player of the year. So Patrick Sertan definitely, um, I think, is uh, the sixth player in this draft. At seven, I'm gonna go with another defender. I'm gonna go Michael Parsons, dude. Michael Parsons is a, is a complete monster. I mean, he's a great linebacker. I mean, I mean, what he? I think he ran like a four three. He ran a he ran a four he ran a four three. I mean, that's great for a linebacker. And he's obviously the best. I mean, if it really wasn't for Sertan, I would have Michael Parsons as the best defender in this draft. Um, So, But I think the only reason a lot of people are discrediting um, Michael Parsons and, like, dropping him on their – his draft stock is dropping is because of the whole – his maturity level at Penn State and a lot of stuff going on there. And so other – but if none of that happened, I think Michael Parsons could be a top three um, guy. And so I can see a lot of teams going after him. Um, Oh, man. This is, this is really... I'm on eight, right? Yes, I'm yeah. on eight. This is really difficult now that I think
0: about it. This is very You're difficult. you giving me just a headache just doing this, to be honest with
1: you. <laughs> um, at eight, I'm going to go... I'm, this is where I'll bring in Devontae Smith. Look, obviously, Devontae Smith had one of the best um, seasons for just really any Heisman winner or just receiver, um, leading him to a Heisman. So... Yes, a lot of people. I hear, I hear a lot of people discrediting Devonte Smith's Heisman Trophy season. Like, like oh well, it was a COVID year. Does this year really count? I mean, yeah, it still counts. But, you mean does this year count? I mean, they mean like play football. Yeah, it? but like, dude, like he still dominated and like he did this without Jalen Waddle. I mean, like just watching Devontae Smith the way he played. First of all, every like the thing I like about Devonte Smith, he's a gamer. When you need a guy to make a play in a big game, Devonte Smith is that guy. We like me and Christian watched the Georgia game. Devonte Smith dominated that one. He dominated the Florida game, dominated the National Championship and the College Football Playoff against Notre Dame. So, that's why I have him in the top 10 at number 8. Now, I do have Jamar Chase over him. A lot of people, you know, that that's another draft like there's so many questions in this draft that are going to be hard to answer like, okay, who's who should be over okay, why are you putting Zach Wilson over Justin Fields or this or that? Um, but another question that's definitely hard to answer is, who's who, who would you take, Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase? So um, that's that's how I feel about those two receivers. At nine, um, I might bring it. Yes, at nine, I'll bring in Justin Fields. Obviously, look, I know Justin Fields did not have the year that we all – Shoot, I know. I picked Justin Fields to win the Heisman this past year. He didn't, obviously. And he didn't have the year that we all projected him to have. I but, forgot you picked him to win the Heisman. Yes, I did. I did pick him to win the Heisman. But if we go rewatch watch that um, college football playoff game tape of him in the Sugar Bowl, he that I mean, I think to me that was one of his best games he's ever played. I mean, he was accurate with the ball, his deep ball accuracy. It's He puts the ball in the money. I mean, dude, I mean, dude. Just balled out in that game, obviously, and so and he obviously helped them win. Um, and another thing I saw, he's tough. Like obviously, he took that hit. Dude, that was one of the nastiest I know. clean hits I've ever seen. And in my like, life. dude, just watching that, it hurt me. Like I felt the, I felt that in my ribs. So for him to come back out and still just dominate the way that he did, show, show, really showed me something and they really impressed me. So I have him at nine, and at ten. See the thing about this one is ten is hard for me because like there's so many guys I can put at ten like there's Jalen Waddle, there's Travis Etienne, Trey Lance, Najee Harris, but I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go Najee Harris here at ten. I have I can't it's just hard for me not to put Najee Harris in the top ten. Obviously, look, I mean Najee Harris has it all. I mean he's like, it's weird the way he moves and the way he runs. It's so fluent. It's like somebody I heard somebody earlier in the season. When it was college football season, they said that Najee Harris moves like water, you know, and that's just the best analogy you Honestly, can really say. I mean, just the way he moves, he moves very fluently, he's strong, he's strong running the ball, he'll run through you, he'll jump over you, he'll run around you, he can do it all, he can block, he can catch out of the backfield, so that's why I have him um, in my top ten, and those are my top ten overall prospects. Um, he does whatever he has to do to get the job done, yes. basically. Yes. Now, um, top three for each position. I'm not going to do each position. I'm really just going to do what should I do? Probably the three main positions, like quarterback, running back, receiver, and then... I, um, yeah,
0: I mean, don't do running back because it's basically what we can do next. Yeah, okay. That next question. Okay, but so I'll do... like do... quarterback and receiver. Okay. Yeah, and I'll actually do this one, at least for quarterback, I will. Okay. So, who are your top three for quarterback? Why? Uh I'll go number one, I will go Trevor Lawrence because I will be a a, a what's a clean way to say this? A sheep <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a sheep. Yes, I will be a sheep and go with Trevor Lawrence at number one just because uh I just think he has all, all the things you need from a uh a quarterback in the NFL. I know someone's not going to agree with me on that, yes. but hey. I I do understand her point. I do see where she's coming from, Mm -hmm. but personally, I just disagree with it. We are all allowed allowed to have opinions. That's what's great about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two, I have Zach Wilson because, to be honest, he's probably my favorite player in this draft. (laughs) Like, I'm just being, like, I think Trevor Lawrence is better than him. But I'm going to be, one, no homo. He's a very handsome man. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest with you. He's just a very handsome man. That is one of the funniest things you've said on this podcast.
1: He's a, a handsome things. man. you said Can a lot put, of funny things. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, not not I'm not getting Am into I'm this. Am I lying? I'm not getting into this. I'm looking at pictures.
0: Hold on. <laughs> he's pulling up a picture of Zach Wilson. Hold on a second. Hold on, <laughs> hold, on.
1: hold on. Hold on. So that's why you have him at number two because you <laughs> no, think no, he's attractive? No, no, no. no. Is okay, that what I Okay, here? okay.
0: That one throw. Okay, actually, that, um, it's not that, him that's attractive. It's his mom. I'm just going to be honest with you. <laughs> no, no. Listen, listen. They showed his mom. That's terrible, no, dude. No, no, no. Listen, look. they showed his mom during the Tennessee game that a couple of years ago. Oh God, dude, Christian.
1: What if like <laughs> I'm just being what honest. if this thing grows big and like Zach Wilson hears you talking about his mom, man? Wouldn't that be hilarious? Wouldn't that be hilarious? I, I think that would be hilarious.
0: <laughs> I'd be like, well, you know, I didn't say it first. That reminds me of. Uh, of, uh, Brad- you cannot tell me that man is not handsome. No, no, I don't want to. I'm not
1: talking about the, that. Reminds me of a uh, Brett Musberger talking about AJ McCarron's girlfriend
0: oh, at the yeah. national championship. Nah you quarterbacks get all the good-looking women, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> oh, it's man. So um But okay. yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So at, let's get back to football here. <laughs> but Zach Wilson, seriously, like, I think he's got a great arm. He's really mobile. Um, really, only played one, maybe one bad game this year. Um, he just showed why he should be one of the top picks in the draft all year this year, I think. I'm glad. I was so afraid he was going to drop down on draft boards with his size. He hasn't, mm-hmm. so I'm really happy for him. And another then at number three – sorry, go ahead. All right, another thing I was
1: going to say about Zach Wilson, like the thing is, like coming into the season, uh, me and you, I remember we weren't – we didn't really say much about Zach Wilson coming into the season. I mean, I knew who he was, obviously. Yeah, we both knew who he was. he but we beat didn't, us. But, but we, didn't, we didn't think, you know – what he is what he is now and going second overall look uh, I know the Jets have the second uh, yeah the Jets have the second overall pick if they're getting Zach Wilson I think they're getting a pretty good guy I don't I think he may need some time to develop God I forgot he's going to get
0: to that know, crappy organization yeah
1: but look hopefully they, with
0: Salah it's not gonna yeah be I was bad about to say now. they
1: just got a new head coach I mean he is a defensive guy but I think that I mean look I think they're making the right move and drafting him and I think I think Wilson can possibly turn around the Jets organization
0: so who do you have at three uh I'm gonna go with Justin Fields uh oh so no Mac Jones Trey word, Lance or Kyle Trask uh yeah, i mean, I just definitely I just feel like Fields is be, is just bet a better overall quarterback than Mac Jones. Well mm-hmm. you know, my thing is if Bill Belichick is gonna have the reaction to watching Mac Jones throw that he did <laughs> on you, know. No, before that I had Mac Jones at three mm-hmm. and Justin Fields at four. But then Justin Fields had a lot better pro day than Mac Jones did. He and did. I was like, Okay, I'm gonna put Fields at three now. So yeah, I I mainly am putting Fields over Mac Jones just because of his pro day specifically. So, I have a question. What is your reasoning for not putting Kyle Trask up there? Obviously, so it's I know not you're a Tennessee fan. well. It's no. I've always I've always thought Trask was good. My my thing is I think there's I think he's just coming out and I just think he got bad luck with what year he decided yeah. to come out. He he just, he's just gotten bad. Like if he. Co- I was gonna say last year, but last year was good. Yeah. Uh, actually, well, no, last year. I mean, you besides Burrow,
1: the, well, Herbert, jo- uh, uh,
0: yeah, Justin Herbert, Herbert
1: Jalen Hurt. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks. Well, Jalen Hurt.
0: I I feel like last year would have been a better year for him though, honestly. Well, May, maybe next year too, but. I mean, yeah, I just feel like he got bad luck with what year he got put in, and right. I guess the only reason I just think he's it's just gonna be a numbers game for him. It's gonna. Well, number gonna one for
1: me. Um. Yeah, I'm. I might have to agree with you on this one, Christian. I know my grandmother is not gonna, um, She's is not gonna, gonna be very upset with this. Upset or, with this she, Man, I wish it my she, time. But she did have a point about everything she was saying. So I, I do really like everything that she said on, uh, that she was able to speak her opinion. But I'm still putting Trevor Lawrence. I mean, look, everybody's putting Trevor Lawrence at one. I, I, me personally, I would love to put Fields there. But I mean, if but then like. I still got to put Trevor Lawrence up there. I mean, obviously, the kids. I mean, six six. Yeah, I mean, we keep on talking about his height, but not only that, I mean, he's smart.
0: Here's another thing we didn't talk about. It's freaking sunshine. <laughs> what more could you? Hand? What more could you want? <laughs> I mean, he's like. I mean, he's
1: the he's the picture perfect quarterback. Everybody wants, really. I mean, if that's you think that's about what it, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's the picture perfect quarterback at two. I'm gonna put Fields at two. I'm gonna put Justin Fields at two. Look, obviously, like I said, Justin Fields, I mean he's tough. He's I mean he's not afraid to stick his nose stick his nose in there and get a first down and get or just run. I mean, not a lot of quarterbacks will do that. So obviously that's why I have him on there um at two. And he's and he's like another thing that people don't talk about, his he can throw the deep ball and he's so accurate with the ball. He like he's very accurate, Justin Fields is, and he'll put the ball where his receivers can only get it. And then at um three I'm going to put Zach Wilson at three. Like you said, I mean, at first, Zach Wilson was a very underrated prospect. Nobody really talked about him. But then, after watching his pro day, I mean, dude dude really, really uh, shined at his pro day. Obviously, people talk about his size. But, I mean, you can't – don't disregard somebody because of their size. Because, like my grandmother said and you said, I mean, one of the greatest quarterbacks, um, Drew Brees – by the way, congratulations to him on retiring. I hate that he had to go about the way that he did. Yeah, that was really does suck. But. Um, I mean, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and he's only 5'10". Russell Wilson is one of the top quarterbacks in the league right now, obviously. And um, and uh, why? Why would you show me that? But um, <laughs> <Just decided to. laughs> um, he's obviously one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Kyler Murray's, on, Kyler so Murray's coming up. And so... Obviously, like the thing is, everybody's just the size theory that you have to have good size to a quarterback is just really going out the window yeah, at this point. I'm
0: very glad that it is too. And so,
1: um, that's those are my top three. The re, my reasoning for not having Mac Jones or Kyle Trask in there. Look, Mac Jones, I'm not Mac Jones can definitely throw the ball, and he and he has good accuracy. He has a pretty nice arm. The thing that a lot of people talk about is he can't really move in the pocket. And, yes, you see that. He can he can't, he can move around enough to get the ball off, but he, he's not one of those guys that, you know, is going to get seven yards and get a first down, you know. He, I mean, he's going to throw it. So, Matt Jones, I mean, another thing that, like, I think, or another reasoning for him not having, being, being in the top three is because of all the weapons he had around him. I mean, he had Najee Harris, Devontae Smith, obviously he won the Heisman, Jalen Waddle, John Mechie. And he had a bunch of weapons around him, so so we, I guess we have to see what Matt Jones can do with no weapons, depending on where he goes. But I think if Matt Jones gets in the right system, I think he can definitely. Yeah, I, agree. I, I it just I, And you know. he sits behind a, a veteran quarterback and learns. I think he can definitely do something with that. And then my reasoning for not putting Kyle Trask on there, look, I was high on Kyle Trask until I watched him play. In the L S U game and the um, the bowl game against Oklahoma. I was really high on him until I watched him play. I still don't know why he played in the bowl. I don't know why to he played honest. in that either. I wouldn't have I mean like it. I wouldn't have played considering the fact that, you know, he didn't have uh, Kadarius Tony, he didn't have Kyle
0: Kyle Pitts. I mean like No, man. seriously, like if they if they if he had his whole team if like that's my thing going into it. I would have been like, okay, if I have my whole team, I'm going to play. Mm. If, if not too many people opt out or uh, decide not to pl- play, I'll play. Mm. But if Pitts is out, if Tony's out, I'm not playing. That's yeah. what I that's what I would have done. If yeah. Tits and – I, I definitely said Tits. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> if Pitts and Tony were both playing, I would have been like, okay, yeah, I'm going to play. But, yeah, anyway. I think that definitely hurt him. But I we're mean, just look, gonna pretend he I did look, say that. He
1: still – I mean, look, Kyle, Kyle Trask, he still – him, he, can, he has a good arm. That's a, mm-hmm. He has a really good arm. And so he can definitely put the ball where it needs to be. But I, at the end of the day, that, that Oklahoma game really did <laughs> drop his stock. I'm still yeah. alive. <laughs> you know, there's another um guy in this draft that nobody really talks about that I've heard. Kellen Mond is actually a really good quarterback. Yeah, dude. I mean,
0: I feel like he can definitely be like a quality steal like mm-hmm. in those late rounds, like maybe second or third or fourth or fifth. Mm-hmm. He'll definitely be a quality steal for someone, I
1: feel like. So um, we'll go to we'll go to receivers now because the next question we have is about running backs. We'll go to receivers. Obviously, I mean for me, number one, I'm gonna have to go Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Okay, I don't know why people are making fun of me because I said Jamar Chase. Look, people don't understand. Jamar Chase is still one of the best receivers, and whoever is getting whoever is getting Jamar Chase. I'm about to blow y'all's mind with my list. Hold on. A lot of people are blowing their minds sending me their list. Um, like my friend Will Deason, he sent me his list. He had Devonte Smith at four. Well, I don't have him at one. I'll tell you that much. Oh well, I mean, I don't have him at one either. I have him at two. I have Jamar Chase, obviously. Devontae Smith. I've spoke on both of them at three. See, three for me is kind of hard. But at three, I'm I'm I think I'm gonna go with look. I'm gonna go with Jalen Waddle at three. Like I said, dude is one of the most electrifying players in this in this draft. I mean, he. You can put him at punt returner, kick returner. He'll do his thing. You can put him at slot receiver, outside receiver. He can get open. I mean, so he he. Jalen. I mean, the game that really impressed me watching Jalen Wilder was that Auburn game, last year. Dude had four touchdowns. He had a kickoff return. I think you met I me mean, two years ago. Two, no, it was it was, yeah, it was two years ago. I'm yeah, because we broke his yeah. ankle. Yeah, it was. Two well, years we ago.
0: didn't, but yeah. Neyland Stadium did. not <laughs> Well yes, yeah, so yeah, I met two years ago. And then I do. I still don't know why he tried to play in that championship. Yeah, that
1: that I think that definitely hurt. He him.
0: literally had like everyone saying, "Bro, why are you playing? Yeah, like sit I down." And
1: I and like I love that he wanted to play and be there for his team. But dude, like he was risking a
0: lot. Dude, he was on one leg the yeah. entire game. Like. He Would come off to the sideline, he'd be all like, I know, and like, I'm like just dude, watching that, you
1: sit down. I mean, he didn't, I mean, I didn't
0: think he really needed to play, I thought he had enough to yeah. just go to the draft. I mean, so okay, but yeah, so for all of those reasons, that is why Jalen Waddell is my number one receiver. Oh, in this wow, draft. So, that is that's actually okay. surprising. One, like you just said, he can, he's a do it all kind of guy, he is, you know, punt return, kick return, he can do whatever you need him to do. <coughs> COVID. Um, is... ah, don't no need to be Rudy <laughs> O'Bear and joke about that, but uh, yeah, he—that's what I'm saying. Like he's a do it all kind of guy. Um, just a really good all around receiver. Uh, I feel like he's got this this like the, a good build to be an NFL receiver, kind of like. Like, I'll talk about him later, but Josh Palmer for Tennessee, like, not, not as far as him, like, as an overall receiver, but I feel like he has, like, the perfect body for an NFL receiver. He looks like it. I've seen yeah. him. He looks like it. I, I feel the same way about Waddle. I think Waddle has the perfect body for an NFL receiver, so that's why I have him as my number one. Uh, number two, I've got Jamar Chase from LSU. Uh, to be honest, like, obviously, like, last year, or like, like we were saying, it's kind of hard to, you know, re- sometimes you forget that Jamar Chase is really there just because of uh, him opting out last year. But I, I think he it was smart for him to do it since he had the opportunity to. Um, he, like I said, the opportunity was there for him to do it, so he might as well have. And I think he, he saw that uh, Miles Brennan was not Joe Burrow, to be honest with Look, you. Look,
1: people sleep on Miles Brennan, man. He, he led the... Um, I know he, he didn't le-
0: hit the gritty the other day. I yes, was he like, did. Oh, that, was God, nice. that was
1: one. nice. I'm telling y'all, LSU was back this year, okay? I'm not. I'm not gonna like say you know. Oh, we're
0: gonna win the national championship. Okay, here's my I don't thing. Expect that. Y'all, y'all should be happy if you finish second in the uh, in the West. I think we are gonna finish at least second. You gonna beat Texas A&M? You gonna pay, you gonna beat Ole Miss?
1: Um, Texas A&M lost half of their production from last year except by Isaiah gonna, Spiller. you Gonna beat Ole Miss? Yes, we're gonna beat Ole Miss. You sure about that? Yes, they they lost half of their production too. Only thing they got had back is um their quarterback, and he threw seven interceptions against us. We beat them last year. And look, dude, we're returning half of our production. All of our starters are coming back from last year. Okay. Okay. Except, like, one receiver, and that's Terrence Marshall. Okay. So, I don't know why you're acting like we're not I good mean, anymore. I'm
0: not, not. I know. Y'all will be fine. Um, as long as Orgeron doesn't, you know, blow a gasket one day and <laughs> just kill someone or something. <laughs> that, like, if you if – you, I know this isn't what we're talking about. It's just a random thought. But if you took a poll, like – SEC coach most likely to murder someone. I feel like Orgeron will be number one <laughs> on the list just because just of how nuts he is. Just to be I love Ed I love Ed
1: I do too. I love Coach Orgeron. But anyway. back to your th- rankings. Okay, and
0: then number three, I've got – Oh, Mac McClung started a live video. I bet he's announcing if he's declaring a – Frick, too many distractions. Okay, uh, number three, I've got Devontae Smith, Heisman winner. Uh, what else about him? Well, okay, the reason I have him all the way at number three – I know everyone's going to hate me for this, but I'm kind of a hypocrite for this, honestly. Why do I have someone who's as skinny as me all the way down at number three? Because he's skinny. I'm such a hypocrite now. But, I mean, I still think he's a great receiver. I mean, he's got... See, he's skinny, but he uses his long arms like mm-hmm. to his uh, advantage, and... He has great hands. He's just dude. a he's just a playmaker. Man. Yeah, I man, It's really all. Anytime there is he say touches about
1: the him. ball, I mean, he can yeah. take it all for eighty. Anytime yeah, he takes it, sure. I mean, but like the dude, like looking at this receivers list, man, there's so many receivers. Like, I mean, you said there's obviously Elijah Moore, who I would have in my if we if it was top five, he would be four for me, and then Rashad Bates would be at five. I mean, yeah, we got Rashad <laughs> Bates from Minnesota. Some people have Rashad Bates at one that's or two. A, I thought it was Bateman. Bateman, yes, I'm sorry, Rashad Bateman, I'm sorry. Um... Let's see, you got... Oh, Ooh, I forgot
0: about Tylen Wallace. I did, too. I was about to say, yeah. I totally
1: forgot about Tylen Wallace. Tylen Wallace is very... I'd love to have him man, in the Titans. I'm not even going to man. lie. Man. I'm I mean, not he's even going to lie. 50, he, can, he can go get the 50-50 ball. I mean, you got Am- Amaraj St. Brown. Oh, there goes your guy, Josh Palmer. You got You got St. Brown from USC, dude. That kid, that kid can... Yeah. St. Brown, he's a dog, man. So, I mean, there's so many receivers. I mean, this draft, I mean, this is actually a very good receiver, or a good... Receiver Wait, room that? for um, draft picks. Yeah, yeah Shai Smith. Yeah, Shai, Shai Smith. Surprise me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Rondell Even Moore. Us up. But. You can go to the defensive defensive side of the ball. Oh, we're doing defensive side of the ball,
0: too. I forgot about that. You forgot nah, about why, defense. Why did, we, why did we answer this question? We should have, oh, I didn't see this question, man. It's taken us like 20 minutes to answer this one question. Hey, man. People want to know. What's well, like just do one position for defense. Okay. We'll do corners, cause we'll do secondary. Okay.
1: People have left lies. That's good too.
0: They don't have all day.
1: <laughs> um, obviously. I'm gonna be
0: honest, y'all. It's not even that. I'm just freaking getting tired, to be honest. The the, the sacrifices we make for you all, guys. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. It's 11:20. I'm thinking it'll be the show the rest of the night. I'm not even gonna lie. Anyway, we're good though. Keep <laughs> keep, keep going. We, right, we got we, do.
1: we love what we do. So, um, obviously, number one for uh, – really, we can just do defense as a whole, if you would like. We can just do defense as a whole. And number one for me is I'm Patrick
0: – think of defensive players. I mean, in this draft. well,
1: there's – for me, it's Patrick Sartan. He's my number one for me. I mean, dude, like like I said earlier, he's one probably the best cornerback in this draft. Um, at number two, I have Micah Parsons. Um yeah, I mean, like like I said about Michael Parsons, only re- I think Michael Parsons would be at number one if it wasn't for, like, everything going on at Penn State and the maturity issues and stuff like that. And at three, at three, I was... I have a tie for three. I like J.C. Horn from South Carolina, and then I also like Caleb, Caleb uh, Farley from uh, Virginia Tech. Two very good corners. Long, can
0: run. I don't even know who Caleb Farley is. He's, he's the top
1: corner in this draft. You really need to pay attention, man.
0: Well, I'm just going to be honest. Like... When I did my draft prep, I kind of forgot that the defensive side of the ball existed. <laughs> How did you so do that? I, I don't know. I just forgot. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think Sertan's the best defensive player in this draft. Uh, I mean, he was just a lot down corner his entire college career. Uh, why did I almost say Terrence Marshall's my number two? I was. Man, I just, you're tired, man. I am high honestly. I think I'm high. Like legit like I, you you ever got that feeling when you're like so tired you feel like you think you're high? That's I mean, what I am right now. I think everybody's had that feeling. But we'll but, be fine. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm just gonna power through it, but yeah, I think Patrick Sortan's definitely the best defensive player in the draft. So I'll just leave it at that so I don't embarrass myself anymore. <laughs> yeah. So um
1: next question is from from mine and a teammate of mine named Wesley. Thank you for asking this question, Wesley. He said who was the best running back in this draft. he said um, it was a, for him. It was a
0: tie between Najee Harris and Travis Etienne. Um, I'd say it's Najee Harris. I do too. I yeah. I I kind of forget it. You kind of forget about Etienne sometimes just because uh, Najee Harris has just been there uh, at the top for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely think Etienne will be a solid pickup for someone as well. Um, yeah, I mean, they've got Etienne. Hey, another guy ETN. you
1: need to watch out for in this. Um, Dang,
0: two Carolina running backs.
1: Yeah, uh, Chuba Hubbard, obviously. I, yeah, I was gonna say him. Um, Trey Sermon, dude, watching Trey Sermon do what he did um in that playoff and in the Big Ten Championship where he just basically carried Ohio State. Um wait,
0: was he a senior last year or is he a junior he just declared? He was a senior. It says here he was a senior. Oh, shoot, I didn't even realize that.
1: <laughs> um, so definitely some
0: guys you need to watch out for. So that he also yeah. made himself a meme, so that's pretty nice. Who, Trey Sermon? Oh, yeah, please. you know what I'm talking about then. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> So, um, next question
1: is from Coop from Cooper Bird. Thank you, Cooper, for asking this question. He said, Who has the most potential for growth in this draft? I say Mac Jones.
0: I'm trying to figure out how I wanna answer this question. I'll let you go ahead. I'm I say su-
1: Mac Jones. Um, I mean like if Mac Jones, I guess it just depends on where Mac Jones goes. If he goes to somebody like you know the Patriots or like a good system for quarterbacks, this dude can definitely shine in that system. And so he just just keeps on growing, keeps on growing. He can be in like if he sits behind the, like an actual decent quarterback or just a veteran. Like if he's like if he was drafted by the Falcons, like well we don't know if he yeah. will be, but if he was drafted by the Falcons or, like, the Packers or somebody like that yeah. and learn from a guy like Matt Ryan It'll Aaron the Rodgers.
0: They did that last year. Yeah.
1: And so, um, if... I think if Mac, if Mac Jones can de- definitely... is the guy that uh, has the most potential
0: for growth. What about you? See, I feel like this question will be better answered after the draft. After That's we true. know what teams everyone's gone to and mm-hmm. everything. Um... I'm not going to go with him. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Zach Wilson again. Um... Cause I mean it's kind of like I, Drew Brees was kind of selected in, in a similar position to Wilson, right? He was kind of same, same thing coming into the draft and mm-hmm. like, like, you know, do you know what I'm trying to say? With Drew Brees, like he was kind of like in the same position that Wilson is right now. Like he was just kind of a, not underlooked, but everyone was kind of doubting him for his size. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I feel like uh, that's why he went second. I, look, round. look, look, I'm not, I'm not saying he's Drew Brees. I'm definitely not <laughs> saying that. <laughs> But uh, he he has the potential to be a very, very solid quarterback in the NFL for many years, I mm-hmm. feel like. So I'll go with that as that answer to that question. Okay.
1: Good, good, good. Who, this is coming from Jackson Gwynn. Thank you, Jackson, for asking this question.
0: Who is an underdog in this year's draft? Oh, oh, that's what you were. Oh, I, I thought you were preparing for another question. Let's go! Sorry, the Grizzlies beat the Blazers. I got real excited. Let's go! Jaw with 33 and 13. Let's go! Relax, man. Relax. All right, I'm good now. I'm good now. <laughs> <laughs> we we only held Damien to 27. We got How so lucky. How did y'all he, manage to do that? I don't
1: even know. How did y'all manage to hold Damien
0: Lillard to? That feels good. <laughs> Ugh! We won by two. All right, now that I'm happy about that, nothing else can ruin the rest of this night. Um... <laughs> What was the question again? <laughs> I got too excited.
1: <laughs> Who is an underdog in this year's I draft? I needed
0: that. I was like a B12 shot. I'm like awake now. Um, <laughs> all right, y'all going to hate me for this, but Josh Palmer. He's the <laughs> most underrated receiver in this draft. Like I was saying earlier, he has literally the perfect body for an NFL receiver. He just looks like an NFL receiver. And here's the thing. You see the stats he put up last year? He did that with no quarterbacks. Well, specifically we know who I'm talking about. He wore the number 2 and he transferred to Washington State. But um, <laughs> and his name starts with a J and his and his last name starts see, with a
1: G. As you can see uh, Christian is obviously still salty from
0: uh, I don't think <laughs> salty, just ass. I mean, I'm not salty, he's just stupid. <laughs> anyway, um but yeah. Yeah, I did. see. I think I saw some stat that like Josh Palmer caught more uncatchable passes than any wide receiver in the NFL and in, in college mm. last year. Mm. I think that was on Pro Football Focus. But yeah, um, basically he he's very good at working with what he's got, yeah. and he just figures out a way to get it done. And I just think he's a gamer, and I think he's going to be a really solid steal for whatever team gets him. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I say, um, Clinton. And here, I'll give you this. I actually think he's. He's a better prospect coming into this draft than Jawan was last year, hmm. just because he's like like Jawan's just kind of I don't know the way to say it without sounding like I'm being hard on him. Or like are like you know what I'm trying to say though, well, like right? About Jawan Ju- Jennings. I think Ju- I I guess Jawan's just not as athletic.
1: Well, watching like, Palmer. Jawan's
0: just, just slow. That's that was his, that's his only problem. He's just slow. I mean, he has
1: the size. He had the size. Palmer. He was. He was. Yeah. yeah he was, He could definitely jump. That's one thing I yeah. noticed about him. He could definitely jump. He was real athletic.
0: Yeah. All right. For but, me. Yeah.
1: The the underdog, obviously. Um, Quinn Monterez, the guy from the uh, guy from Whitewater. Yeah, from yeah. White, Whitewater, Wisconsin. Like, dude. I mean, obviously, dudes from a Division three school, and he's coming in, and he's projected to be a first round pick. But another guy nobody really talks about that I've heard, Jason O Oway. The linebacker from uh, the edge linebacker from uh Penn State, dude. I mean, look, he's. I would consider him really overrated. I wouldn't necessarily call him an underdog, but I would consider him overrated. I haven't really heard much about his name, but he ran a 4.38, and you don't see that from a lot of edge edge rushers. So I think that uh, I think I have him really not necessarily as an underdog, but as a um, as really an underrated type of guy. So thank you, Jax, for that question. Next question is from a Giants fan. George Cassidy. He asked, "Who will the Giants draft at 11? So what I'm seeing on NFL mock drafts.
0: Say, would you like to answer those questions? Yes. After?
1: What I'm seeing on NFL mock drafts is they're getting an edge rusher from uh, Michigan named Kwity Page. I mean, they're pretty high on him. I heard. How that, many was there? It's just 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 the one. The, no, at. just like a bunch of them. I oh, saw really? that on a bunch of them. But um, looking at the Giants' needs, I mean, they don't really need anything on the offensive end. I mean, they have, I mean, maybe oh, a God. lineman. They might need another lineman, obviously, yeah, I, to protect. Sorry no, about no, the, oh, God,
0: I just thought about who's on their staff now.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, who is it? He, he used to coach them. Oh.
0: Who? Bruins. Oh,
1: he's on the Giants staff <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's I like, like a defensive that. analyst. Or something I did not know the that. I didn't know, like that. On the giant, I didn't know he was on the yeah, Giants staff. pretty dumb. <laughs>
0: but anyway. But,
1: um, hey, now I done forgot. Oh, um, yeah. the the Giants. I mean, they don't really need anything. I heard today that they were thinking about drafting a quarterback to compete with Daniel Jones, but I don't. Think, I don't think they'll. I don't think that. I don't think they need to do that. I mean, Daniel Jones. He's shown flashes that he can definitely be the guy there. I wouldn't be surprised if they trade that pick. To be the eleventh pick. I heard that. Uh, did you did you see David Gettleman, their GM? He was like, I've tried to trade up, but I just can't trade up with anybody. Like he was he was ranting about it and. <sighs> In a press conference. He's a weird dude. He is man. a really weird GM. But, I mean, look, Joe Judge, They the Giants organization, obviously, is high with them. Um, I mean, they, they were in somehow. I mean, they obviously were in the NFC least. That's what I'm going to call it, the NFC least. Yeah, so, I mean, could've. everybody could have made the playoffs then. But, I mean, look, Daniel Jones, he, <laughs> He's not a he's not a bad quarterback. He's shown flashes that he can...
0: Um, that he has potential to lead the Giants. The here. funniest part about the Giants like I hate to throw shade on them, but the funniest part was them getting pissed off at Philadelphia for not beating yeah. Washington I mean, I was like, like here's an idea. Maybe don't win seven games yeah. in the regular hey. season have to depend on the Eagles to beat <laughs> another seven win team to make the playoffs.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, that's the thing that, that's the thing that was really bad about the NFC East was just that every team was relying on the other team I know. to do something. It's like so I mean, bad. like and somehow the Cowboys still had a chance to make it, and they only had like five wins. So, um, I mean, I see the. So I don't think the Giants should take a quarterback. Daniel Jones looks like he may be the guy. Um, they obviously have Saquon back. Um, they got Kenny. Saquon. Ga- yeah. <laughs> they got Kenny Galladay. Yeah. They may just need really an offensive lineman. I think they no, should. No,
0: no. Trust me, I definitely remember Saquon getting hurt. Cause yeah.
1: It, I still made my championship game though. I don't remember Bro, who beat, who he, beat me. He, he replaced me in fantasy football. You snuck in. If you would have lost, I would have snuck in, but you won or something like that. I think Zion beat me.
0: <laughs> now who beat me in the championship game? I don't even remember.
1: I don't. Um. Uh. Will decent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. um yeah. I mean, look. Sure, you will. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The Gi- look, the Giants. I mean, they have. a I think they should get a maybe an offensive lineman. Um. Maybe Ooh. like a tackle. There's a bunch of tackles they can
0: get. Obviously, they can get. Excuse me. Who else was it that got hurt that I drafted? It was um,
1: Saquon and I remember. I can't remember who else that was. But
0: well, those my first two picks. There's
1: Rashad hey. Slater. That's another guy that's very underrated. Rashad, Rashad Slater, um, the Northwestern offensive tackle. He's a junior. He's big man, and nobody really talks about him. He has. They said he has really good feet, and I mean he, he can move really well for a lineman. He's six four, three hundred and four pounds. So nobody really talks about him. I think the Giants would they wouldn't definitely go wrong getting a guy like that there's alex leatherwood from alabama so they have options when it comes to the tackle position that they can pick it they can get there at 11. all right so the big question i think this is the best question what type of receiver do you want in the nfl a guy like jamar chase or a guy like devontae smith
0: well, based off both of our lists, we would both prefer Jamar Chase over Devontae Smith. Yeah. No disrespect to Devontae Smith. That was, that Smith, was
1: my friend Patrick Buckley who asked that question, which is weird because he's a Clemson fan, and he was asking about he was asking about Devontae Smith and Jamar
0: Chase. I was going to make a joke about Dabo, but I just didn't feel like it. So. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, yeah, obviously. Coach Sweetie's got that. Do you remember that tweet? Tom oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, but, like, Jamar Chase, I mean, look, Jamar Chase is really the ideal receiver uh, for the NFL, I mean, he's big, six, six three, six four, four, four three eight, forty. I mean, like you, I mean, he's the ideal, he's the ideal guy you want. But I mean, that still doesn't take away the fact uh, that doesn't take away anything from Devonte Smith. Um, like, if Devontae Smith was the same size as Jamar Chase, I would really put him over Jamar Chase. I mean, look, Devontae Smith. The thing that I like about him, he runs really, he runs really good routes, and he finds a way to get open. And like, despite him being the the size that he is and being really really skinny, he can still, he's still, go he still goes up for the ball and he's really really strong. That's another underrated thing about him. Okay, another question about Devonte Smith coming from Kyle Thompson. Um, thank you, Kyle, for asking this question. He said a lot of people are saying that Devonte Smith won't be drafted in the first round. Do you think he'll be drafted earlier
0: or sooner in the first round?
1: Then he's the saying he
0: won't be drafted in the first round. He may be a set. People may. I feel like he's gonna. The lowest till drop is top twenty. Really? I. He's the highest. What if the trophy. Titans
1: get him? What if the Titan? What if he falls for the Titans? Like I, if, if I mean, to, we
0: have to take him if he falls to us, right? If twenty, you think so? We have to take him if he falls to us, don't we? I mean, I mean it's the Heisman tro- If if the Heisman trophy winner falls to us at twenty two, we have to take him, right? If he's not a Corbett, we have to take him. I mean, yeah. I mean, we need a receiver anyway. Why we might as well do. take the Heisman Trophy We one? do.
1: We do need another receiver. I mean, look, A.J. Brown's obviously our number one guy, but who's
0: two. Dude, he was playing golf at Champions Run the other day. Did you see that on his Instagram? Yeah.
1: I saw him playing golf. I there.
0: literally play there. That, that That's our home course that he was playing at. Well, why didn't you go and play there that day? Because I didn't know A.J. Brown was <laughs> there. What do you mean? Why did I go?
1: And um, I think, is that all the questions? That should be. Oh, Tyler, Tyler, um, Tyler, Horst had another question. He said, "Which guy in this draft has the biggest chance to be a bust?"
0: That's a very difficult uh, question. M a c k Mac Mac Jones. Really? I don't know what the heck that was. That, that was no, you're really so tired, gay. Um, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Mac Jones. Really? Uh, so you know how you said he has the most potential. I think Mac Jones is the biggest boomer bust in this draft. To be honest with you. Because I feel like he definitely has the potential to be a, a boom to where he like, especially like you said, if he gets put in a system with like Belichick or something, which based off the pro day, he's not going to draft him. <laughs> uh, but, uh, anyway, but yeah, if he gets put in a good system with like Shanahan or something like that with the 49ers, uh, I definitely think he can ha- he has the potential to be a really good player in the NFL. But if he gets put in a bad situation, man, I just I just got a bad feeling about it, to be honest. Right.
1: like I say I say Kyle Trask. Him or Mac Jones? Look, Kyle Trask. I mean, look. He I mean,
0: it, Kyle Trask really be a bust though. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm 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 assuming people are expecting him to at least be solid, but. Well, people are. I mean, people are really high on Mac Jones.
1: I mean, like the quarterback wise, I would say Zach Wilson could be a boomer bust type of guy. I mean, but the yeah. thing, yeah, I could see him being a boomer bust. Type of guy, but I guess if he goes to the Jets, I mean that'll just be be a really bad situation. But then again, you never know. They did get a new head coach, and he may hire a better offensive coordinator. So, um, um, I mean, yeah, it could I be don't... Zach Wilson, could be Mac Jones,
0: yeah,
1: another position guy. So we'll have to that that that's really a question you'll have to ask really after the draft. Yeah, it's
0: gonna be. I just—it's it, kind of like the which one? Which question was that that I said? It was
1: um, um, the potential for growth.
0: Yeah, I think it's kind of like that where it'll be easier to answer that question after the draft, mm-hmm. and, and we know what teams everyone's at.
1: So our last question is coming from Matthew Derrick. He's actually the quarterback now for Father Ryan. He's oh, really good, gotcha. and he's the catcher too. So shout out to Matthew. Appreciate you for asking this question. He said, um, "Justin Fields. If you're a GM, who would you take? Justin
0: Fields or Zach Wilson?" Hmm wait why am I thinking about this like it's a question Zach Wilson <laughs> you really you mean Zach Wilson I just gotta make a joke about his mom again like, uh, well, why I just so get, why I mean think about it. you're a single GM oh okay <laughs> she's probably married <laughs> uh, anyway but, um, but yeah I would go s- God, now that you're putting me in the GM shoe I don't know what I would do come back to me pass
1: <laughs> well for me <laughs> if I was a GM and like If I had to pick a quarterback, dang, now that I think about it, it is kind of hard. Because, like, part of me wants to pick Wilson, but I may go go field tier, honestly. I just like the – for me, what gets me – I mean, like, both of these guys can run. I
0: mean, they have nice arms. They're accurate with the ball. I mean, I think you're taking a risk with both of them. Yeah. But I feel like – part of me feels like Wilson's a bigger risk. So you, I'm going. I was gonna say Fields. I. It contradicts my list from earlier, but I think I'm gonna go Fields too, just because I feel like, you put me in the GM shoes. I feel like they're both risk, but I think Fields is less of a risk mm-hmm. and like less of a liability than Wilson is. Mm-hmm. Personally,
1: I just I say Fields because I mean, like uh, obviously I agree with everything you
0: said, but I
1: mean then then also I mean look Wilson, I mean. I see a lot of people also talk about the way. I mean, they don't know how he'll play um, in you know the NFL because the NFL is a lot faster and it's competition. Obviously, at BYU, wasn't I mean it was good, but it wasn't like Fields' competition. So I kind of like Fields in that matter when it comes to if I was a yeah GM, Fields I would is have like proven, forward.
0: like he's kind of like a proven winner. And Wilson's still kind of got something to prove, I guess. Yeah. So I mean, both
1: of our numbers. Somebody asked me today who who who's going to be the number one overall pick. I mean. We all should know that the answer to that one it's obviously I'm going to be dull. Trevor Lawrence. If it's not Trevor, if the Jaguars mess that up and don't pick Trevor Lawrence, I think you know that. I will laugh at them yeah. forever. Yes,
0: yeah. It, it was out.
1: like that one year where Baker Mayfield went first. Now I mean it didn't
0: backfire for the Browns. It just Definitely didn't. It didn't I mean, backfire. Well, who were they going to get if they didn't get him? I don't. It, I, I think, think Josh Allen. Yeah, right? it was. Yeah. It was the that ended up working for both of them. To yes, be it did. Yeah.
1: It did. But I mean, like, I for that was was that. Year quarterback heavy, with Baker Mayfield coming out. Was that the year with Rosen too? I think so. I think that was the year with Rosen. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It was Rosen, and the the, the Ravens took Lamar with like the thirty second pick that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, like, it wasn't. Well, so that was the same one we Mahomes never, in. We will never forget the words. The league done messed up. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mahomes <laughs> was the year before that. I think. <laughs> you talking about Josh Rosen? They shouldn't. Everybody shouldn't have passed on me. No, 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 no. no. That was no. That's what, what Lamar Jackson said. Hey, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was like the league dumb, messed up. I was hey. like, okay. Hey. And, no, he was right. He, he was, was right. right. <laughs> he was right. But I mean, like that. Like it's, I like, hate it's
1: him, just, but he was right, <laughs> dude. That I don't even want to talk about. I don't even want to go nope. back to that. Nope.
0: I don't even want to go back nope. to that. Nope. Don't say anything. <laughs> so <laughs> most pissed off I've ever been <laughs> about a sporting that maybe ever. <laughs> Like a lot of times, it's just been heartbroken. That wasn't a heartbreaking loss. It just pissed me off. Like, I was I was
1: heartbroken. I wasn't I was a
0: heartbreak. Yeah, you, know, you know how some losses. You're just like heartbroken afterwards. Like dang, yes. that really just happened. I was yes. just pissed. <laughs> like I wanted to fight someone. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> God, dude. Well, was- um.
1: Oh, I also wanted to mention this. Um, I hope you guys noticed the NFL did make that rule change where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, di- um different positions can wear now single-digit numbers. Let's go, Derek. Switch Derek, back to that deuce. Oh, my goodness. That's going to look so good. It's going to be really interesting to see. And this, I think this will definitely help the NFL ratings go up. Everybody's yeah. going to want to see this. You
0: see Tom Brady was mad about it. He was yes. like,
1: yeah, we're not going to be able to see who we're blocking now. Tom Brady's like, I don't know who's going to be the Mike Linebacker. I can't call him out now. Yeah, he can't say 52's the might
0: now. Now he's going to have to say 37's the might. Or, like, 4 is the might. 4, 4, 4's the might. <laughs> ah, <laughs> oh, that sounds stupid. <laughs> Change your number. <laughs> like, like, okay,
1: I'm sorry, Tom Brady. He's like, this is going to make the league bad. I don't think it's going to make the league bad. I think it's going to make, make it seem more fun. I think going to be fun. Of,
0: yeah, I mean, I think if you going to do anything to make the game more fun, do it. Yeah. That's my thing. I mean, I've been wanting to see single-digit numbers, really. I, yeah, like, see, I think it's cool because, like, now players can go back to uh, their original numbers. But, like, like from college, like, Kamara can go back to six, Henry can go oh back to goodness, two. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even think about Kamara going back yeah, to Yeah, he can six. go back to six. Like Dang. my jersey, like my I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: didn't even think about Kamara going back to six. I mean, I already thought about Derrick Henry going um, back
0: to two. No, so, uh, Mahomes was asking on so Twitter. He was like, what y'all guys? What you guys think? Should I go back to five? I was a horrible Mahomes impersonation. That was. Sorry. I tried to be Kermit the Frog, it didn't work. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, someone was saying like, no, you've already made a legacy with fifteen. Yeah, I mean, I that. think I think Mahomes should stay stay yeah. with fifteen. See, I mean, like a lot of players like that, like I think they should just stay with what they got because like, they already
1: made it. Like, dude, 10s. I can't wait to see somebody be number one. One's gonna look good on
0: somebody. That's kind of like I, th- I I don't remember what number Baker Mayfield wore, wore before six. He he I, he's always worn six. No, like he wore another number in high school because like I remember seeing a clip. Uh, of they were like, all right, Baker's time to choose your jersey number, and they had like his high school number. He's like, man, I wore it in high school. I would, would really love to go back to it. He's I know like, he wore six when you know, he was, at was Texas Tech, Oklahoma. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, he's worn it his like whole college NFL career. He's yeah. like, he's like, man, I'd really love to go back to it. He was like, the six got me here. I'm sticking with six. And I was like, ah, it's respect. Shoot,
1: that's gonna be really interesting to see. I just hate how they're making it. They kind of made it difficult. They said you had to buy like all the. Um Jersey numbers, I don't know how to really... The revenue yeah, for the you, jerseys you have to, like, you sell. pay some fine or something. Yeah, it's I think stupid. that's stupid. So, but yeah, I think we got everything with the I NFL mean, maybe draft. maybe if TV. the fine goes to charity. That could that could be interesting.
0: Maybe if they're like, oh, yeah, you can change your jersey number. Just give $50... 50,000? 50, 50, 50,000 to your favorite charity. I'm like, oh, okay, that's actually kind of cool. But, yeah... So, I guess that's everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, did we talk since the uh, uh, tournament? Yeah. I don't think we have. Baylor. Okay, we talked
1: about the tournament. <laughs> Baylor, I mean, dominant. We can talk about, uh, you said you wanted to mention about how I grew in Jalen's shot for you. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Um, oh. Uh, everybody. Okay, so first off, so the... How many buzzer breeders did we have this tournament? Two. We had that in Alabama, right? Yes. So I got to see the Alabama one. I'm sorry. I got to see that one. I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Anyway, so I got to watch that one. <laughs> that, that's your go-to for everything. Whenever Zephian tells me a story about something, he, he'll be like, I was watching it, and then he hit the shot. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, that's his go-to for everything.
1: Yeah, I was.
0: <laughs> this tailing sucks. I'll tell y'all my reaction,
1: but I, I'll, let, I'll let Christian tell his reaction so. and why he's so angry about it. So my great
0: grandmother, right? She is this this uh, mean old woman, basically. Uh, but God love her, you know. She's like ninety six. So actually, I was it was in between the two games, right? Which mm-hmm. was, so Baylor was blowing out Houston. So I was like, and J- that, that was the weekend Jordan finally won again. So I was like, all right, let's check on Spieth. So I'm sitting there just eating dinner, just watching it. <laughs> she just says out of the blue. I'm tired of watching this. I like I was not even sitting there; just changed it to like something else. I don't even know what she was watching. So then I was like, okay. So then I had March Madness Live on my Xbox in my dad's room, right? So I went to go in there, and it said, "March Madness Live does not work uh, unless you are on a mobile device for games broadcast on CBS." And I was like, "Thanks a lot, Paramount Plus." <laughs> so then I was like, okay, guess I'm watching it on my phone. So I was watching it on my phone. It's my own business. And see, here's the funny part. I was actually had to watch the last minute on the toilet because, you know, nature called. <laughs> and, but then someone else decided to call. I'm, I- so, so I was about, you yeah, know, probably <laughs> about 30 seconds behind on my phone. And Zephian calls. He calls me. I decline it. And then he texts me right after and says, did you just see that? And as soon as he texts me that, it didn't, ref- it didn't p- play back to where, like, I had picked off. It just It just picked up live and it said final and I just saw Jalen Suggs dancing or whatever he was being Dwayne Wade on the the scores table and I was like
1: Yeah that was a really Nice That was really funny. See I had text Christian and he's like, dude, you made me miss it. I said what? And then he called me and he's like I he's like I hate I you hate so you. much. He's like I hate you so much. I said, What did I do? I he, missed he you explained it to me. See my reaction was this. I was sitting there watching it with my grandmother and my brother and when Baylor tied it, I got up to go um, run to my mom's room so try, so I could tell her to turn on the game. Well, as soon as I got up, Baylor, she, you mean? Exactly? Or yes, or UCLA. UCLA yeah, yeah. When UCLA had tied it, um, my mom was asking about what channel the game was on, so I was getting up to go let her know what it was on. And as soon as I like stood up, I like had to bend back so I could look at the game, and then I see Suggs shoot it. And when he made it, I literally jumped up and down. I don't know why. I think I was excited because um, that means my bracket wasn't messed up just yet. Because, um, I, as you all know, uh, my God, girlfriend, they, they, I just... our girlfriend, shout out to our girlfriends. They have better brackets no, than they me both, They both destroyed us. Yes, they, they both beat they me They destroyed and Christian. us. So, um, so yeah, yeah, my girlfriend's job, bracket. Uh, yeah, good job, Abby. Your bracket was 99.2%
0: perfect. Um, I think that's what MS was too. Like it was the exact same number. And we, what was your percentage like? Mine, my I think mine was like thirty eight percent
1: or mine something. Ended stupid up, like that. I think mine ended up being with Gonzaga losing after. I think it was like fifty something percent. I don't know.
0: You but it was really bad.
1: I know I got beat really bad with it, and so um, I think I was really happy when Suggs hit that shot because it meant that I had I still had a chance to beat her in the bracket challenge. But then. Obviously, can we just talk about Baylor's performance right quick for a little bit? They, they just dominated. Dude, that game. They really did. Just like I was not expecting them to dominate Gonzaga the way that they did, and they played great defense. Scott Drew did a really. He's. Where's Scott? This is Scott or Bryce, over there. I keep, I always get them mixed uh, Scott, up. Scott, Scott,
0: Scott, Scott. Okay,
1: good. I had to make sure I didn't get them. Mixed yeah, up. yeah, you're good. But um, Scott Drew did a real. He's done a really good job with that program over there. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: literally like a, fifteen year rebuild. Yeah. And, I mean,
1: now he's, now he's a national champion. And, obviously, like, the thing with Baylor is, like I said, me and you both said it when we were doing our tournament preview. They played really good def like, great defense, and they showed it against Gonzaga. Yeah, I th-
0: I think my favorite thing about this tournament is I always love it when schools get their first national championship, and that's happened the last two national championships now, right? Really? Virginia um, was their first, too, right? I did not, not know that.
1: I didn't know it was Virginia. Uh, I have to look
0: that up. Let me look that yeah, up. I, I think it was. Let me look that up. But, yeah, I, I was going to say about UCLA, what a way to lose, man. You get that put-back, rebound, you like, oh my gosh, we tied it up, let's go. Yeah, I, I know. Thugger, And then just dagger to the I bottom. mean, like that, God, dude, dude, I couldn't, dude. I would literally cry for so <laughs> long. Could you imagine if Tennessee made their first Final Four as like an 11 seed or something, and that something like that happened? I know you would be pissed. I I, would, I wouldn't be pissed, I'd want to kill myself. <laughs> Just yeah, that was that forever. was Virginia's first one. Yeah, I thought so. But yeah, so that so I guess that was our little tournament recap. Uh, yes.
1: the Lakers are winning the championship. No, I'm saying it. No, yes, they not. are. We're no, beating no, the no, Nets. Literally, Laker, Lakers and five, dude. Lakers and five against the Brooklyn Nets. Lakers and six. I will say that. Lakers and six. Are you done? Yes, I am. You're not even get out back of the West. to
0: back. You're not even gonna get out of the West. We are gonna get out of the West. The who's Suns stopping are us? Beat you. The Suns. I'm just kidding, I'm just the Suns. I'm just I don't have any room to talk. I've watched like three games this year. You like the Grizzlies, man. Hey, we. You know what? We got that dub tonight. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> we got that W tonight. I hope we get out of the playing game, but it's gonna be tough. We gotta. We gotta get past. Uh, who's above us? I don't even. The remember. Warriors, I think. No, the Warriors no, are no, ten above us. Like above who's seven? Math. Uh, yeah, so we gotta get past the maps, which is gonna be hard to do. Yeah, they have Luca and Christoph Pozinius. <coughs> but yeah, uh, see, the reason I've been watching much NBA this year, uh, or NHL for that matter, is because uh, Tennessee's a baseball school now, so i uh, been paying attention to that. Uh, we, uh, we won our first four SEC series for the first time since 1970. Congratulations. We are currently number six in the nation. Who is that guy everybody was talking about, Evan Russell? Evan know. Russell is daddy. I do not care what anyone <laughs> wow. says. He is freaking daddy. Wow. <laughs> Had a three-home run game against LSU and then proceeded to follow it up with another three-home run game against Vanderbilt with a Grand Slam. Uh, probably one of the best Tennessee sports moments since the Hail Mary to beat Georgia, to be honest with you. You know how I said that to you? But to be honest, I feel I feel like it was probably beating Kentucky in this, this semifinal. That was probably the best one since then. But I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. What? I'm saying that was probably the t- best Tennessee sports mode since the Hail Mary was beating Kentucky. It probably wasn't that Russell, just because more people care about that. Beating Kentucky
1: in the... This year uh,
0: tournament. And dude, then we got blown off That was BS.
1: That, that was BS. Y'all shouldn't have beat us. We were up by eight with two minutes to go, and y'all somehow came back.
0: No, you know I'm what? I'm glad y'all got raped no, by No, you know the what? National it actually game. reminds me. You in know this? what everyone was saying about uh, Gonzaga and uh, the way they played against Baylor? They were saying it's, it was similar to... Uh, um, what happened with uh, what am I trying to say? What, what happened with Gonzaga against Baylor? They're saying everyone was ca- all the Tennessee fans were like, "Oh, it's happened to us with Auburn with Auburn in 2019. Yeah, it, it really same, did. You know, and another thing I've heard people say is like, even if we beat Purdue in the Sweet Sixteen, the same thing that happened with Auburn would have happened with Virginia that the next game. <laughs> we probably just get would have got blown out or something. Mean? Like,
1: dude, that that like I said, that national champ like it kind of sucked that it wasn't fun. Like the whole tournament itself, I'm just glad the NCAA tournament was back, and like it was a great tournament. I'm yeah, curious. man.
0: Only like one, there was only they only had to cancel like one game too. Yes, and that's very true. As and well. then the next game, and then after that, Oregon just destroyed Luca Garza. for I was a not expecting that. I was just so confused. I was very confused too. But yeah, anyway, back to baseball. Uh, we we are we do have a couple of easy series coming up. You know, a And M. We have to win this series. There's no excuse if we don't. But uh, it got rained out tonight, so uh, we got a doubleheader tomorrow. Okay, I'm just talking about baseball because you're really bored. I can already tell. I'm not bored. I'm trying to learn more. He's on more. Snapchat. I'm He's trying talking.
1: to learn more about um, the baseball and LSU baseball and stuff like that. Well, y'all that. suck this year for some I reason. heard my grandmother told me that we were really yeah. bad.
0: Well, they're not They're not, not really bad. They're just really bad for LSU standards. Oh. Yeah, for LSU baseball, they're really bad. Oh, well. They aren't bad. They're just LSU the bad. The softball man. team is doing well, I heard. I don't, I don't know. You don't pay attention to softball? Not really, to be honest <laughs> with you. I think Tennessee's like 15 or 16, though, something like that. We're usually pretty good in so- The only I pay attention to softball like turn to time.
1: Yeah, I do. I, that's what I do for baseball and yeah. softball, really. It's kind of fun watching those.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's usually what I do for baseball, but, you know, with Tennessee's, you know, we're number six in the country. I mean, of course I'm going to pay attention to yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, we're this good. I might as well. Nothing else better to do. I mean, I you know? just, here, here's, here's the thing. I just have a message. Danny White, uh, if you happen to be listening to this podcast, uh, just. Give Tony Vitello whatever he wants, please. We need to keep him forever. Give him a lifetime contract immediately, please. Seriously, pay him as much as he wants. If he wants $30 million oh, a year, give it to him. I'm thing, not even kidding.
1: Another thing I would like to say...
0: Oh, um, and expand the stadium.
1: Go ahead. Another thing I would like to say, rest in peace to Terrence Clark. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, that is a very tragic story, and I would like to say rest in peace to him and prayers up for his family and his friends and really everybody that neither knew him for or was sure. close with him. That was a very sad thing to hear this morning or, or yesterday, really. Yeah, um, for sure. So, yeah, I just thought we should end it on Madden. Yeah. But thank you to everybody get, that now listened. I, now
0: I feel like I can't say what I was going to have to say before that. Oh, geez. I was going to tell you, did you see uh, the, uh, the old Miss Mississippi State game or series from last week? Ole Miss. From baseball? dude. No. That, so, they, they, they lifted their COVID restrictions. That place literally looked like a football. It, li- it felt like it was like a football. It was like they're a... Having it was like a full, f- they're having full capacity for um, SEC football next year. Yeah, no, but dude, that place legitimate. Like, I think Mississippi State's baseball stadium holds like 15,000 or something crazy like that. It literally looked like a football game. It was just crazy, that atmosphere. I just... I feel like Tennessee can do that with baseball, and I hope we get there someday, so... Anyway, uh yeah. I mean, that's all we really have. Yeah. I hope uh, you guys enjoyed this. They definitely didn't listen to all of it. They probably yeah. tuned out once we started not talking about the draft. But. They did, but hey, if you did listen to it, thank you for listening
1: Was to you, it all the way. Did anyone text the
0: word last no, time? No, they didn't. Uh, yeah, y'all suck. If God.
1: You, y'all, every one of y'all. Screw were, you guys. They're really, not listening anyway. It's no. okay. I mean, we should do it again. We can do an opportunity to be a guest on the next episode if they listen to it all the way. What's the word this time? Let's see. What would be the word? Champion. Champion? All right. We'll do champion. It's
0: what he's wearing. That's the first word I saw.
1: So, um, if you guys listen to this whole thing, text me or Christian the word champion. And text you, the keyword champion to yes, win a thousand dollars. We don't have I'm that just kind. Of we money. don't have that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> um, text champion and you will be able to be a guest on the next episode. Yes. Of the six one five podcast. Yes. You, you already got to see what it was like having. Shoot, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter if your family you can be on this. You can be on this podcast if you want to. Obviously. Yeah, for sure. It's a family-friendly podcast. As long as you like sports, man.
0: Yes, I don't know if it's family-friendly. We we do well, kind of. I mean, it's mostly family-friendly, but anyway. But is there anything else you want to say before we head out? All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed our NFL draft preview, and we hope you guys enjoyed the draft. I don't really know when our next episode is going to be, but might be around NBA playoff time. Yeah, we might do one before then. We might not. I'm not really sure, but we hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll see you later. Peace out, guys.